Uh, hi, everybody. I got to fix my camera. I'm kind of overlapping into yours here. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Howdy, howdy. You got, we got Sandy looking. San at, at Sandy has been enraptured by the idle camera and Final Fantasy 14 for like <laughs> almost 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, I think she's starting to lose a little interest. Well, it's, it's, it makes for a good screensaver, I'd say. Oh, yeah. it is. Well, I mean, like I, I put it on when I stopped to eat dinner and she's just been staring at it the whole time. Mm -hmm. You just, it just, you know, jumps around to like characters in the area or apparently random NPC butts. Like, like this, doing this is what it does. <laughs> <laughs> but she gets really excited when there's like a chocobo or something that runs by. <laughs> uh, so. Before we really get into things, I do want to give a special shout out uh, to the first comment in this chat when I first posted this from uh, from Slapnuts McGurk. Uh, I'm not sure if you're still in the chat, but uh, your username made me laugh for at least five minutes straight. So, uh, my hat's off mission to you, Slap, slap Nuts McGurk. What's that? It's a mission accomplished for him, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Old, old Slap Nuts McGurk. Uh, <laughs> no, my camera is blurry. Can we fix something? Focus. Yeah, you gotta have it focus on that. Why don't you just have it focus on uh, the NPC butts? Uh, there's there's a few a few donations here. I'll have to I jump to, uh, but I'm I'm gonna be playing the Red Star. This was kind of a, a kind of a late uh, discovery, I guess, for me. Um, I got on the the PSP uh, the digital version, and then I bought the PS2 version. I guess probably like midway through the PS3 generation. Oh, wow. uh, so I was ex expecting it to be to be able to say, say like, hey, this is this is kind of a hidden gem. You should go on eBay and grab it. And then I looked and it's like eighty five dollars now. So I, I'm really, really sorry. It was less than twenty dollars when I bought it. I was hoping wow. that maybe it would be a, a hidden gem, but it looks like that ship has sailed a long time. I ago. mean, I guess it is still a hidden gem, but, you know, it's. I mean, it, it's, it seems like the kind of game that is ripe for, uh, you know, becoming expensive. Right. Yeah. I, see, Rooster Blood is saying it's already 50 around 2019. I mean, I, I just have not paid attention. So I probably bought it. I probably bought it in 2011 or so. Hmm. I, I, now, it's... I guess it has a 480p mode. I, I, I right. thought there was yep. something more unusual about it because I remember you used it specific for some specific reason in some episode a long time ago. Um, well, it was it's because it, was it is it a, 480p? because it, it does have a 480p mode. I probably have used it. Uh, this was actually the when I first got my 2005, I didn't realize that it did 480p, and this was the game that that I discovered that it did 480p with. I just I Why, was just can you imagine it? someone buying a 20L5 today without, without knowing, knowing that, that. It's 480p? Like, well, I mean, I just I just got it as it was it. like you know it was on its way to the garbage, and yeah, you you just lucked into it. Yes, it was completely lucky, and I had no idea 
that it was capable of doing what it does. So I, I don't know. I just had this game in it, and I thought, like, oh, it has a 480p mode. Let's see what happens when I enable that. Like, if it would just not show an image or what. And then there it is. And then, then I realized it also does 720p and 1080i. I didn't know it at the time. Oh. <laughs> uh, there was a uh, two ninety nine donation early on from uh, from Dingus Galert saying uh, a fat doink and Emleg make for a perfect Sunday night. You talking about you talking about smoking doobies? <laughs> I, I, I I was I was guessing that's what it was, but you know I'm 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 uncultured and do not know the lingo so well. <laughs> I saw there was also $2 from Chester the Cicada. Yes. No relation to the cheetah, but I assume to Stephen the Cicada saying, yeah. Stephen is out tonight. I'll be I'll be by around nine, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he scrolled down and there's also Mark the Cicada. Oh. He's, he's saying, uh, see you there, Chester. It's like it's Oh, a big... you're going to get double visitors. Well, they're already, the shells are on the, the trees outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm kind of surprised that um, that there's no nobody has has named one uh, John Cicada instead of I mean there's a musician I don't know if he even did anything I just remember him from like the 90s like early 90s uh, John Cicada so I mean oh. you, so I was like, like you know I call him John Cicada. I don't know. I, I come up with like stupid names like that every once in a while. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, the stupidest one I probably came up with was when I when my son got a, a li- like a lizard, a um, not like a gecko, but it's like just like a little lizard, and he ended up naming him Camo because he can like camouflage. I'm like, if I had a lizard, I'd name him Commandant. Lazard. <laughs> if you've ever okay. seen the police academy movies, there's the, the commandant Lazard. Oh, I was saying, okay. I mean, it's yeah, I'm trotting out the, the dad jokes early tonight. I would call, I mean, I would call him, <laughs> call him uh, commandant Lazard because he's a lizard, you know. Whatever. I mean, that's that's why people come to this our streams every every week. I think is for stupid names like that. Uh, I, I had a dream last night. Really, it was like 9.30 in the morning, actually. <laughs> but I, I had a dream that I fell asleep at like, like before, like I just like fell asleep somehow before the stream started tonight. Mm-hmm. Like I, I woke up like after 2 a.m. And I'm like, oh no, like I, I completely missed the stream. Like I wonder what Corey did. <laughs> And so I brought up, I, I looked up the archives on my phone and you had had like, it, as a guest on, you had like, I, I, there's a term for it. I forget what the term is, but the, like, are you familiar with like the whole concept of like these, like these like polygonal, like anime girls is like, a oh, yeah. like, like personality? I, I, yeah. So I had like a, I was joined by like a VTuber. Yes, that that's it. VTuber. You 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 you're the, you you had a I thought you were going to say VTuber I thought on instead of me. 
which would have been would be really funny. Uh, maybe we, should, we should try it sometime. I think it'd be kind of funny. Uh, I thought you were gonna say like, and, and it turned out you did a hot tub stream. <laughs> Just imagine that, right? Like I, you know, I have like. Is that, is that only a Twitch thing, or is that also a YouTube thing? <laughs> uh, I think it's just a Twitch thing right now. <laughs> but I mean, it would be funny, like to have like a like have a guest VTuber on sometime. Because I wonder how that works. I think it's it's just like motion tracking, no, right? No clue. I mean, it's just it's just like I assume it's just like software that is using like a webcam to like basically get a gist of how you're moving and right. then mapping that to a 3d model right and lip syncing <laughs> yeah I, I i think that that's exactly how it works you know it's just like the uh like i don't know like i i've only seen it on like on facebook kids messenger i've seen my kids doing it where it's you, you know you can put like stuff on your face and it tracks it and stuff mm -hmm. like that but it's, uh, someone was saying it'd be funny if we just like had VTuber versions of ourselves. Like we we should if we can totally do that, it would be kind of funny to do that. Just to have like like you know like like CG anime versions of ourselves. Like like one one night, like randomly. That'd be pretty funny. And every time Sandy barks, like its mouth would probably automatically just go. Bah. Yeah, probably. Uh, there, there was one dollar from uh, Commandant Cicada, or Thank Cicada, you. perhaps Cicada. Yeah, Commandant Cicada. Uh, and there's uh, five dollars from uh, Shinjan PV, saying uh, back in the day my nephew had two iguanas and one was named Yoshi and the other one was Bowser. Mm. I mean that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that that <laughs> that, that those sound like names I might have gone for. <laughs> you know, I I mean. You know, the, the obvious one, like at a certain age, you know, would have been Michelangelo. I, I remember picking up a turtle and bringing it home for like a few hours and called it Michelangelo. But then my, my, my dad returned it to the wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also two dollars from I can change my million. I can change my name a million times. Ah, ha, ha. Uh, we still get my money. Jokes on me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's with a picture of a cicada. Uh, I mean, it, it sounds like this is an artifact of, of like cicada hive mind or something like that. I don't know if cicadas actually have hive mind, but <laughs> maybe. So I'm going to go ahead and start. I've, I've finished this on the, on, the, on the PSP, but I do not have any save on, on this version. I probably do on another memory card, but I definitely have not played past the first level on it. But you have beaten it on PSP. Yes. Well, I, I'm surprised it's a PSP game because yes, hi, hi, you want It was, I believe, it was Acclaim developed. Oh really? Uh, and but Acclaim went out of business before they could release it. Oh. It's based on an Image comic book, which well, I've never read. Well, you were saying before the before the stream that a number of people that worked on this seemed to work on Metroid Prime. So that would make sense because I think... No, no, no. Acclaim they they worked Texas on uh, Donkey Kong Country. This guy, right. uh, Stephen Dupree, worked on it. Right. But I mean, you know, I, I believe Acclaim was in Texas, so that would make sense that someone that worked on... worked at Retro Games yeah. uh, worked there. 
I played as Nikita or Makita on the PSP version, so I'm gonna try uh, Kyuzo. Um, but I, I, I'm surprised there's a PSP version because it, it, it I, from what I remember, what it looked like, uh, it kind of looked like a dual stick shooter. Yeah. It's kind um, of an interesting mix where it is, it's, it's, it's a brawl, like a beat em up brawler with, uh, with like bullet hell segments in it. So it, it, kind it's, of, it's a pretty unique like, game. Kind of like near replicant then. Yeah, in a way, I, I could see that. But, I mean, it's not... It... Maybe also Automata, but I haven't played that yet. Probably more so than... More, more so Automata. Than... I'm, I'm skipping all the, the story stuff. So, are we doing 480p through the retro tank? Yep. Or sort of, sort of funny to, to do a... Do a PS2 stream on the Retro Tank. It's just like, oh, we're just doing, we're just doing 480p. Yeah, I got. Are you doing 4, uh, 1080p fill mode? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's the main one that I just go with for everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to mostly record in 1440p. I think just because I can. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's been a while since I played this. Oh, yeah. Land of Obscusion is saying this game does have a progressive game, which you can turn on or off in the options node X plus triangle. Yeah, that's that, that is so annoying. Like, oftentimes I, I just hold that while booting a PS2 game if I'm not sure if it has 480p or if I'm not sure if that's how you have to activate it. Because, uh, yeah, there's I can't think of all that. It just seems it's such a silly way to do it, too, honestly. Yeah. I mean, at least on GameCube is pretty simple and it remembers too, but even though it remembers, like if the last time you booted a 480p capable game, you said yes to 480p, it remembers. You don't have to hold B, but I'll hold B every time anyway. <laughs> like it's just what I, it's just my You're habit. So used to it. Yeah. yeah it's, just, it's just my habit, uh, booting up GameCube games. But yeah, with, with PS2, you just never know. It's not, it's not really a consistent method. But uh, I, I think the Ratchet and Clank games are done through the menu. Maybe, maybe the later Jack and Daxter games. I think the first Ratchet and Clank and the first Jack and Daxter are 480i only. Then I think all of the later entries of those games have 480p. I don't know about the Sly games. Uh, I I know that the God of War games have 480p, but I forget. I think uh, the first one definitely does as well. Oh, or, well, or God know, of War, yeah. Yeah, I, I I know the first one or the second one does. I'm pretty sure the first one does. But uh, I I kind of I kind of forgot how uh, I, I don't remember exactly how you activate in that. Whoa, I can. I just, I just there, impaled that guy. Can... There was uh, $5 from For the Love of the Game. Thank you. Saying uh, this game does a really cool reflection trick in the second stage. You see bombs coming from above you. I have the leaked. And oh, and they have the leaked, unreleased Xbox version. Oh, is it is it pretty much finished? 
Because I was surprised when I was looking up stuff that there was a Xbox version that is I've never seen anywhere. I never knew that it yeah, was out. It, it looks it looks like a game that would come to Xbox. Like it just I don't know, it has a has a very Xbox vibe. I feel. But uh that that kind of makes me think of um is it, is it Sparkster I'm thinking of? That, or not Sparkster, Rocket Knight Adventures, I think maybe on like the third level has like sort of some, play some tricks with the reflections and you have to like think about like what's above you or something. I don't remember how deeply it plays with it or not. Sandy, do you need to poop? She didn't poop tonight. I bet you need to poop. Is that what you poop? Sandy, I'm not turning on Final Fantasy 14 again. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so so it is a, it's a complete game then, the Xbox version that is leaked. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I was just gonna say I just had no idea. I forget how to do the. Is it? I forget how to dodge. Or can only. Maybe Makita is the only one that can dodge. I just know that the last boss, when I finished it, took me so long to beat. And so many attempts. Try the protocol mode, see what this does. Oh. Oof. Is. Does the Xbox version look like that much better? Or does it have a widescreen version? Or widescreen mode? I mean, since this has 480p, I wonder if it's what it could possibly offer, except for running a little bit better, but it seems like it runs pretty good anyways. Okay, Makio is the only one that can dodge. That's fine. So he just tanks it. I feel like he's probably the character that most people would pick the first time, so he's probably, like, easy mode. Guard attacks. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I thought I, I thought you, you sounded like like the Duke there for a minute. The Duke? Yeah. Oh, from Resident Evil Eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if 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 anyone does not want to hear our opinion on Resident Evil Eight, uh, you know, maybe mute the stream for a minute or something. But we we. Uh, we both beat it this past week. Yeah, I, I finished it last night. Yeah, I finished it Tuesday. Uh, we were we were pretty disappointed. <laughs> Especially like not really knowing anything about it going in. Uh, I mean, I was I was pretty bored with it, like after the castle. Mm -hmm. 
because it became very clear that like, oh, so this is what they're gonna do. It's like, you're just gonna be, this the village is gonna be like the hub and you're just gonna move through each of those people and. Yeah, but the thing is, it wasn't really even a hub in the sense of like, I mean, there was a little exploration and there were some side quests and stuff you could do, which in some ways was the most interesting part of the game, but it was, you know. You're just talking the, like finding the treasures, right? Yeah, find the treasures, getting all the supplies, like for all of the meals that you could cook. Right. Um, but it, you know, like Resident Evil 7, I mean, one of the things I loved about it was it got very much back to, you know, this concept of, you know, exploring your environment and thinking about like, oh, like I need to take, uh, let's see, I want to check out this area, so I should bring this key, and I don't know what I'm going to run into, but I don't want to waste any shotgun ammo, so I'll bring my shotgun, but no extra ammo, and I'll bring... But a, you can uh, store your gun. shotgun, could you? You, you can't, I, you can never, I, you, you can only, like, sell it, right? Oh, well, no, but I'm talking about Resident Evil 7. Oh, okay, okay, right. Like, where, you know, I had your normal, like, you know, storage system, and and limited, much more, much more limited inventory. You know, it just, it very much didn't have, you know, the the elements that made Resident Evil 7 so fun to explore that very, you know, kind of tightly designed environment that they have for you to play in there. And uh, it just, it, it was very much just designed to like funnel you, 8 was very much designed to just like, funnel you into the next area and the next yeah. area and the next area. And then add a very like Resident Evil 4-esque inventory system, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Resident Evil 4, but, you know, it really took inventory management out of the equation. And as much as people seem to not like 5 that much, we love 5. Yeah. Uh, like, 5, one of the things that it really did right, in my opinion, over 4, was it made inventory management you know a consideration for the game again like you know you you had to think about what you were you know going to be taking with you and uh you know you couldn't you couldn't hold everything on you at one time yeah and that's very much how the series has been outside of four and i guess i guess six doesn't really have much inventory management either but then you know eight is right there back with it where you just really don't you can just you can basically hold everything you need as long as you like buy the suitcase upgrades but yeah exactly and you know i didn't even know there was gonna be any more weapons towards the end and i spent all my money so i didn't get to get a like a lot of those last guns until the almost the very end of the game but even still i just felt like overall like the story was just like really boring and it didn't, I, it should not have been part eight. I mean, it shouldn't be, have been like a mainline entry. Yeah, I mean, I, don't think. The, 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 I mean, obviously the amount of budget that they put into it, you know, warranted, warranted that, but it just, it, in terms of the actual quality of game design though, it did feel more of a revelations three, as you put it. Uh, yeah, we were talking about before, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it, it, it just, uh, the way the game was designed made exploration just very boring. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I told you last night, I just switched over to, to casual mode, like, halfway through, because, like, I just was completely checked out from it. I'm like, I'm going to see what, what happens at the end, but I just, I don't feel compelled to, like, to be challenged by this anymore. Yeah. Ryan's Angel says, I'll never beat Revelations again. And I, you know, I, I feel like this was like kind of Revelations tier. Yeah, I, I, I have like, no I desire to replay like this at all, at all. Huh? I have no desire to replay this game at all. Yeah, I, I, I liked Revelations 2, to be honest. But Revelations 1 was not great, I didn't think. And this is this is like kind of in that territory for me. Mm-hmm. But... uh. Huh. AJ in the chat is saying the rumor was that this was Revelations 3, but bump, got bumped up to mainline to fill a slot like RE3 originally was. I mean, in some ways that would make sense aside from the fact that, like, you know, I mean, not to spoil anything, but, like, you know, it does very much wrap up Ethan's story. Not that, I mean, you know... He, not he that it really always, even needed to be It didn't. Need, it, it, Ethan did not need to come back, but the story is very much designed around for sure. And, you know, if it was a Revelations game, it would actually be the only Revelations game to actually have, like, noteworthy Revelations in it. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, yeah, the way the story was written, it had to be Ethan, but at the same time, he felt so out of place in that environment with the wackier enemies and and everything like the wackier like boss troop you know yeah like because he always like represented this like more somewhat more grounded version of resident evil and i what i really appreciate about seven was yes it was kind of more grounded than like six was certainly but it still had a lot of the resident evil silliness like the weird scorpion keys and crow keys and and you know it, it it you know the 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 the, all of the crazy weapons that Jack was using against you and stuff like that. I mean, it was still silly, but it was like, you know, they, they've got like a Metal Gear tier, like bunch yeah, of wacky That's a good boss. way to put it, yeah. It's, 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 that's very much what it made me think of is like, you know, more than any other Resident Evil game, it's got this like clearly defined, like wacky boss troop that's very much like a, a Metal Gear Solid. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it, it I was. I, like, I, I, I mean, I hate it, but it, it was not great. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I hate it. I mean, obviously, I, I don't hate it, but I would say that it, it, it kind of sucked. <laughs> it was a disappointment for sure. I mean, yes. You know, I, I feel like you know to think the two generations ago, PS3, 360. You know, I feel like most people would say was like a down generation for Resident Evil. You know, you you had, uh, you know, five, which is, you know, divisive. We love it, but it's divisive. Six, you know, I, 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 I'm kind of a, an apologist for six, but I, I, I get the criticism. Um, but yeah, not very popular game. Uh, and then, you know the past generation you've got 
Phenomenal two remake. You've got seven, which is great. Three remake, which is, you know, it's, good. It's not great, but I feel like the three remake was oh. like leaves eight in the dust. I, I agree. Like playing eight made me like retroactively <laughs> like be like, man, I kind of really want to play replay the remake of three now. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree completely. Three remake was a disappointment, but eight kind of puts it into perspective because eight was even more of a disappointment. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the more I think about it, I, I kind of feel like resident evil two might be, I, I can't remember if I said this on stream last week. I think I might've said it on the backloggery stream. Yeah. I think it was the backloggery stream. Like I, I feel like the resident evil two remake, like might be kind of becoming my favorite resident evil game yeah like, it's really good like part of me and it also helps like, the game that you know the foundation for it was just really good as it is right but you know the thing is there's, like, just, there's I, just so I, much there I've, I've never been a super fan of resident evil 2 though uh i because i always thought like it was just so much it was just always obvious to me that RE1 was the better game than 2, but it seems like most people prefer 2. But I, I've always just thought 1 is way better. You know, the remake or the director's cut uh, of the original. Um, I, I just have always liked 1 better. Uh, but I love 2, don't get me wrong, but I feel like the remake of 2 like really elevated where 2 stands for me. And I just... It feels like the remake is like the perfect merger of, you know, kind of some of the more exciting combat of four, but also like really brings back traditional zombies and makes them interesting and challenging again. And it just it, it just felt like this perfect, perfect blending of like old st older style and newer style Resident Evil. It's just it works so, so well. Uh, I, I really feel like two remake might be, I mean, I, if you don't count breath of the wild, which is like kind of a between generations game and Nintendo is like kind of off generations anyway. So it's kind of hard to really consider, but if you don't count breath of the wild, I, I feel like resident evil two remake might be the best game of last generation. I feel like we actually did that video that we wanted to do, you know, best games of the generation. I, I feel like that would have been my number one. <laughs> I really do. Uh, there was a bit ago a $2 from Shadow Mask. Thank you. Oh, thank saying, you. Uh, have you checked out Castlevania Resurrection yet? Is that, is that oh, like, I Netflix? have not. Is no, that no, no, no. That's the, season four? No, no. That's the, uh, that's the Dreamcast version that was the demo that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. It was, yeah, like, I'm it was really a leak curious. that just released. You know, it was, it was on, it was for sale for a little bit and then, then someone released it like is is there enough content there to occupy a stream i have not looked at any no, video I, I, of it i haven't i haven't tried it i have you know i should probably get on that but i just i have not hmm Ooh, castlemania game says re2 in 64 and re4 we have always been my favorite you know re4 we uh, you know i i don't know if this is a popular opinion but that's my favorite version of four uh just because I mean the the control. Did you do like a 
like a master run of that where you play through with and then you get with with only the knife and then you got stuck like you couldn't progress i eventually finished it though i i don't think it was was it knife only i'm not sure it was, it was. I, I, I can check my backlog and find out what it was um i think it may have just been no merchant i think it was a no merchant run. now did you like kill him right off the bat uh, I mean, he comes back if you kill him, right? Like, it's just that one iteration of him, I think, is dead. So, I don't remember, but, but I, I could not use the merchant services at all, if I recall. Let's see. Okay. Uh, wow. This was over 10 years ago. Mastered on the October 18th, 2010 stream. Uh, professional, no merchant, no yellow earth. Okay. So I, I I I could I couldn't upgrade my guns or anything, but anything anything I could pick up I could use, but I couldn't upgrade or buy anything that you couldn't get uh, with the merchant. But you know the thing is, like, and maybe it's honestly it's been ever since then. Like, I feel like this is the reason I'm kind of saying like the remake of two is kind of become my favorite. Like, I feel like after that master run, like. Resident playing res replaying Resident Evil Four has become boring because I've I've played it so many times, just so <laughs> many it's, times. It's a long game. Yeah, it's. I mean, but I feel like that's always been one of the things that I liked about it was it. It always felt like they were constantly throwing new and interesting scenarios at you, in spite of it being so long. Like even though it's long, like it doesn't feel like it has any filler. I think. Like, it's just, it's always interesting. Just, like, all the time. And, of course, you know, it's a much more linear game, you know, and which, you know, I just kind of criticized 8 of being somewhat linear as well, but it, it feels like it's a game that doesn't know whether it wants to be, does it want to be, like, 4? Does it want to be, like, 7? Yeah. And it kind of tries to blend the two and not fully embrace either route i guess and i think, I think the, that's why it fell short for me i was saying yesterday that the, i feel that the only memorable thing about it was when the duke says to hunger is to be alive <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you just like like they never even explain him well there was that cutscene near the end where well i mean we shouldn't. We shouldn't be talking about that. But I mean, he says, "Who are you?" And he never really answers. That. Don't spoil it for people. No, don't spoil it. Uh, but if you ever just like sit and watch him, oh yeah. And sometimes he just he just go. Argh! Uh, oh, yeah, like, it looked like his leg fell asleep or something. I wasn't really sure yeah. what that was supposed to be about. Like, like, I watched him do that several times just because I thought it was really funny because I was just out of nowhere. He's like, ah, but like ah. Was it just me or did his character model almost seem like unfinished somehow? Yeah, I, like, I that is another thing. Like, I just did not like his his voice really. I really hated a lot of the voice acting in this for some reason. Well, it's but, like it's a weird thing. I I really hated Heisenberg's voice. You know, Heisenberg was was interesting because he was very very like. He almost seemed like he was intentionally hamming it up. Like, was he like trying to go for like a, like a PlayStation era voice acting quality or something yeah. like that? Because that's very much what he was like. 
I, I, I kind of grew to like Heisenberg's voice, but the, 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 the thing that took me a really, it, it just made it really hard for me to get into at first was uh, just like, it was so weird to me that like everyone in this Eastern European, isolated Eastern European village is speaking English with an American accent. Yeah. It really bothered me at first. Like, like if, if Ethan were a character from this country and we were hearing American English, like, you know, we would just assume they are speaking their own language, but we're just hearing it as that, you know, for, you know, ease of presentation. But the fact that Ethan is an American who almost certainly does not know this language and this isolated village that, you know, based on, you know, some of the stuff, you know, uh, that you could read sounded like, you know, they were not really allowed to learn that much about the outside world. So they probably wouldn't have learned English. So the fact that Ethan is just like communicating with them, like it's nothing like just, it's just really weird to me. I think it would have been much more interesting to like play with the language barrier and that would just make that much more uncertainty about like, well, oh gosh, what's, what's, what is going on? What are these people trying to do? You know? Uh, and it would, it'd almost be more interesting if they knew what was going on and he just couldn't understand them. Right. Right. I mean, I think that would be interesting, but at the very least, just like maybe, maybe have like, a, you know, maybe the big boss characters know English, but like they shouldn't be speaking in American accents. It's just, it was just really weird. Like at the very least, give them a British accent because it just doesn't sound European in the slightest. It is so weird. It's so weird. I, I got over it though. I got over it, but it, it, it just seemed like a really odd creative choice. I mean, in general, I I am in favor of uh, movies having characters speak the language that it makes sense for them to speak. You know, like I think of like GoldenEye, where, yeah. uh, you know, all the Russians are just speaking English to each other, you know, but... Which is silly. That wouldn't actually happen. You know, I, I'm, but I mean, it's a common movie thing, but like, it, it makes sense when people are speaking English to, you know, they aren't from English speaking countries, but you know, it, it, it makes sense. But like when they're talking amongst themselves and they're just speaking English, like unless they're like trying to practice their English or something, it just doesn't, it just, it's, it, 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 it kind of takes you out of your suspension of disbelief, I think, you yeah. know? And I, I had a big problem with that in Resident Evil 8 early on. Uh, there was a uh, $1 from Container 7 a while back with no uh, no comment, but... I see that, uh, the, that Ramo is asking about what, what games similar to Starflight do you recommend? Just like a, I mean... In a lot Stuff of ways, like that Sega Genesis game, right? right. It's kind I of mean, like No Man's Sky, right? Exactly. I was gonna say, like, I wonder how close No Man's Sky is to. It. I bet it's there's a. It's probably pretty close. I've I've always heard it's I've always heard it compared to it, but I my my cousin's son showed me his his No Man's Sky 
save file one time, but I've never I've never played it myself. And that's the only real one I can think of off the top of my head. I remember when it first came out, I assumed that the star control was a lot like it, but it's not. That's more of a. I mean, it's it's not is ex exploration focused. I don't think. I mean, I've never I've never played Star Control, so I can't say whether it's close or not. But I've I've heard a lot of people say that it's it's not close. And it's too bad this game is expensive. It definitely looks fun. How uh, how expensive is the PSP version? Uh, I don't think the PSP version got a physical release, so it's PSN. Like that's something. Really? So this must have really come out because I mean, download PSP games weren't a weren't a thing at first. So this, you know, you, you said you bought this well into the PS3 generation. Yeah. I mean, it's too bad. It's expensive. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that. The PSN PSP version is probably like less than ten bucks. If we were doing a, uh, if we if we did that that PSN store, I probably yeah. would have put this on there. Yeah, with, with with PSP stuff though, like I I feel really unqualified to really speak that much about download PSP games because I only have like one or two. Yeah, another really thing. Like I didn't really like the ones that I had. Ooh, it's, the, it's the Katinka. Uh, the other thing that probably would be interesting to you is that this game is uh, two-player simultaneous. Oh. So is it like it's not dual stick? I assume. Nope. Like you, you hold like you hold like the shoulder buttons to like hold your heading or lock on. Yes. Or are you locking yep. on? Yeah, you can lock on and in circle circle shoots. But if you hold uh, R R one or R two, you'll you know, locking your position. So somewhat similar to like Neo Contra. Yes. I do feel like it's oh. a little bit easier than I remember it being, but I think that's just because I'm playing with, you know, the tank character, I guess. Mm. Uh, there was $5 from EB Chill too. Thank you. Thank Saying, you. um, Good evening, everyone. Has the RetroTink 5X caused a renaissance in your interest in streaming PS2 games? Absolutely. Although, to be clear, in this present example, this is a four. Corey's playing in 480p. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I could definitely see myself being significantly more yeah. likely to stream PS2 games going forward, just because you know it'll look that much better. I mean, I've mostly kind of done PS2 streaming on the backloggery in more recent years and mostly like, you know, for my, my October streams, you know, cause I like to, I, 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 I like to, I, I've tried to make it my tradition recently to play one PS2 horror game on the backloggery stream, uh, every October, uh, you know, which usually takes a few streams over there, but, uh, I did uh, silent Hill three, last year and this year i'm you're gonna do I'm debating, siren probably. huh you're gonna do siren probably well i i've kind of been debating i i think i'll probably do fatal frame 2 but uh I, i've been sort of tempted to do the ps3 siren 
Because I just got that, you know, during the whole PSN panic, which, you know, I wanted the physical of that anyway. And it was it was going up in price a bit. I mean, it's it's like $60. So the European physical. Siren one though, like I, I'm, I'm kind of scared about that one. I feel, I kind of feel like it's gonna, I want to play. Think it's gonna be scary. Well, no, I think it's going to be completely nonsensical to play. Uh, Drum streamed it and did not get terribly far into it uh, many, many years ago, and like our impression was like, wow, this game just seems like horribly made like it just seemed completely incomprehensible and uh there was this uh guide on game facts that was like it sounded like the man was like trapped by all of the confusion and uh, of, of like how this game is actually played it was it was kind of a hilarious fact we 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 had a good laugh i remember that. you talking about that yeah, but it was, uh, yeah, he really struggled with it. But I, you know, I bought it from Jimmy Hoppe when he was in the U.S. Uh, in late 2019. And uh, I bought that and Jean d'Arc from him. Oh, that's a good game. You, you, you have not played that, right? No, well, I, 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 I tested it out a little bit when I got my... Uh, uh, PSTV uh, hack setup. It's it's it a very very good game. I didn't know you'd beaten it. Yeah, it was. I played that one. I think when, whenever I'd go when I lived in New York, I would go to my go to my mom's for Thanksgiving, and I'd always bring like a portable game to play on that trip. And you know that one one year I played all the way through that. You know, I, I was I was kind of caught a bit off guard with just the tiny bit I played of it a few weeks ago. They have like big heads, uh, kind of. They have like a weird. Well, I was caught I was caught off guard by like, oh, it's got like monsters and magic and stuff. Like I was oh, expecting, right. I was like kind of expecting it to be like anime history, not like totally fantasy made up history. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's it's pretty cool actually. It has some some interesting twists to it. Interesting plot twists, I gotta say. Yeah, speaking of PSP, um, uh, PSP uh, strategy games, it, this kind of came up on the Emlig Discord today uh, uh, about how um, I, I think it was Henry Clark was testing uh, like Final Fantasy Tactics, right? Huh? Well, he was testing Final Fantasy Tactics with, um, I think, Sharp Scale and the Retro Tink, like we had, you know, kind of suggested, right? Right. And he was like talking about how, like, it, he wasn't really sure about how it looked. And well, I, you know, when, again, when I got my hack PSTV set up a few weeks ago, I, I tested that in Tactics Ogre. And I was like, ew, like, this isn't looking right. Now I load up, like, other games that actually have, like, better pixel art and i was like oh okay like the um the the art is just scaled really badly in final fantasy tactics psp and tactics over psp 
Oh, that's like, kind of a bummer. Blurry. The the sprites are blurry. Like it, it just they don't really look too good. Uh, it looks like there is at least for Final Fantasy Tactics like some sort of hack to undo the uh, stretching. But yeah, that was. Uh, that, that, I, I was actually thinking about playing Tactics Ogre like really soon. And then I, I saw how it looked on the PSTV and I was just kind of like, oh, <laughs> maybe I'll think of a different way to like a different way to play it. Like uh, maybe I'll play on actual PSP because I feel like it would look less bad on an actual PSP screen. Maybe. I don't know, but I was I was I was disappointed with uh but how it was looking. I'm not going to regret doing this. There was uh, $10 from Will Parker. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Saying, uh, 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 thanks, you guys, for the awesome content. Here's the good old island question. One, open world shooter and a rant. Open world shooter and a random. Well, oh, oh, and like a random game. What would be your, your top picks? Uh, I guess theirs would be Skate 3, Battlefront 2 PS2, and Tetris Effect VR. So an open world game, a shooter, and a random game that you would take to an island. That, 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 I, I like this because like usually it's like one game or one console. But here you're letting us choose a little variety here. Right. Um, I mean, an open world game, I, w- I would have to say Breath of the Wild, right? I mean... Yeah. Yeah. It's... I mean, I, it's, you know, I'd probably my... put Crackdown One up there too. It's just really but fun you know, because it's one. like it's yeah. I mean, one Unless and two have the same. Crackdown One is your shooter. I guess you could 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 you get away with choosing two open world games? Well, I wouldn't want to do that. Shooter? I mean, <laughs> uh, shooter. I would probably say uh, Gate of Thunder. I mean, the more I think about it, I would say that the Gate of Thunder might be my favorite shooter. Hmm. I certainly have probably i mean we're talking shooting games not like not not first person shooters right i mean i I was thinking either first person or third person shooter but let's see i i I mean i would do breath of the wild i for my open world game uh easily um for the shooter uh Hmm. I wonder if this game it just seems easier to me because I'm not playing on a PSP screen and it's easier maybe. to read like what's going on. Or maybe I'm just better at games now than I was when I played it. Maybe so. Um, gosh, a shooter. Um, I mean, part of me would almost just want to say like, it's like, Contra 1, you know? But... Uh, like what would be something that would give me a little more, a little more mile? I mean, that, the Country One's a game that I could just have fun replaying anytime. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, gosh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Time Splitters Two might be kind of. Kind of nice is the first person shooter to take. I don't know. My, my, for some reason, even though it's like such a short and simple game, like my gut tells me Contra. 
Like I think I think I would do Breath of the Wild, Contra, and then for a random game. Um, I, I I feel like it'd have to be an RPG like. Like, you know, if online was an option, like, I guess Final Fantasy XIV would be the obvious choice. Especially because then I could, like, call for help. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, assuming an online RPG was not an option, I would probably choose, like, maybe Final Fantasy VI or... Uh, maybe, maybe like a something that'd be really long, like Persona Five or something, <laughs> or Dragon Dragon Quest, uh, Dragon Quest Eight, Dragon Quest Eleven. The Persona Five, you know, it might make you, uh, you know, just like satiate your need for like conversation yeah yeah <laughs> what what would be your random pick what your random game pick if you just had to pick if you had if you had had a free slot if i had a free slot well the the, the random game you yeah know, right right, right. um i would i mean i'd probably pick something that i just knew was really fun and I could play over and over again and uh, probably probably ghouls and ghosts <laughs> I knew that I could just play over and over again but no. if I was gonna if you know if I wanted something that was a little bit longer I would probably pick uh, maybe monster boy mmm yeah and, That'd be or, or like even just even wonder boy and and, uh, and monster world would be fun too yeah. I mean, you know, if I didn't pick like a, a comfy game like Contra for my, you know, shooter slot, then I, I would have maybe picked uh, like Mario 64 or you know, yeah. Donkey Kong Country 2 for my random slot. You know, just a comfy game I can play. I just I, I love to play again and again and again. There was also, by the way, 10 euros from Ramo. Uh, with thank no you. comment, but thank you. Uh, there was uh, a couple of uh, stream chat or st uh, stream the stream labs uh, donations from uh, from Chris Fratz. There was one dollar oh, saying, uh, "Hello guys, how are you doing?" And then there was That's another one uh, saying, "For me, Breath of the Wild on uh, CMU, so I can play it at 60 mm. FPS, uh, Half Life, <laughs> Alex, because of the." This uh, Steam Workshop support, so I could get more maps. And as for, as for my random game, VR Chat, so I could still socialize with people and not go crazy and talk to a ball. <laughs> I uh, I really want to play Half Life, Alex. I know, I know. But I don't, I don't have, I don't have the means. Yeah. And I, I feel somewhat. I mean, uh, I would definitely get one of those the the oculus quest it works with the oculus quest right i assume that it does uh i would get that but i like i just don't want to like link it to my facebook account i mean i don't even can can i even can i even play it without a facebook account oculus no you, you have like, to create a facebook account oh gross 
Well, well yeah. I would never. Yeah. I, I, I just reload the stream because uh, I set the quality to 1080p and then I I couldn't figure out how to get to go back to uh, live. So I went back and reload it and there was a, I, I, I guess, I, I, I guess the, the Noid is back. Is that, that's a thing now? Oh, there, really? was a, there was a, there was a, there was a commercial that played when I was reloading the stream that had uh, a Domino's commercial that had, had a, had a three, a CG Noid and he was riding around and he, he, uh, he, uh, ran to some power lines and he was like flicking back and forth between his like CG model and like a, like an eight the eight bit Noid sprite. Really? Well, I mean, yeah. It, fun. It, it figures that they would do that because you know it, it's it's 2021 and they like every single thing that has a uh, you know like a like a known pop culture character. Yeah. From the 80s, like, has to bring it back. Like, yeah, they, they all, you know, all... hey. That's, the, the people who, who who remember that stuff from the 80s are the people that are buying pizza now. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm actually surprised they didn't bring the Noid back sooner. I'm surprised it actually took as long as it did. Yeah, it kind of is surprising. Uh, there's something I there's something I was gonna say earlier I forgot. So. Um, I don't I don't know. Forget it. I've never <laughs> I've never played the Noid game, but I do you know I just remember the commercials and everything. There was a Noid game for NES, indeed, yeah. and I I haven't I haven't played through it, but there is uh, it's it's a completely different game in Japan. Oh really? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, actually, um, a good good vibe collecting sent me both of them several really? years ago. Yeah. Is it originally a Capcom game? Is because it was a Capcom game. Wasn't you annoyed a Capcom game? Uh, I believe it is a Capcom game. Uh, let me look at my Famicom collection on Backloggery. Uh, it starts with a K. I always forget what it's called. Um, uh, it's uh, Kamen no Ninja Hanamaru. Uh, and it is the game that was reskinned. I don't. I don't know if that's like uh, if it's like a license. Or if it's, uh, or if it's just an original thing Capcom did, but they reskinned it as Yonoid. And I, I've been intending to, for years, <laughs> I've had them for a few years now. I've been intending to do a backloggery stream where I'm playing one version and Drum is playing the other. Hmm. Which I think would be uh, that'd be fun. That'd be pretty fun. Uh, I see that there's a, a donation from Jonathan Hinson for five dollars. 
Thank you. Saying, uh, evening guys, what would be your uh, island PS2 only RPG? And it, I gotta say, like thinking about that, and I, I there's a, I've not played many PS2 RPGs. Even though there's so many of them, there's I mean I would be hard pressed to, you know, pick like five was, that I've even played. I was kind of thinking about that uh, when I was doing the Retro Tink episode. I was like. I've got a good number of PS2 RPGs, but like so many of them, it's like, I haven't played this yet. I haven't played this yet. I haven't played this yet. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, if I'm just going on stuff that I've played, I mean, I would say that, and I don't even know if this would cons be considered that is, is uh, Ark the Lad Twilight of the Spirits, which I think is excellent. I'm a big fan of the series just in, in general. Yeah. I mean, this would have to be PS2 only, so you couldn't do like Final Fantasy 12 or anything. Because that's right. important. Which, but Ark the Lad be, is not, so I guess that. Yeah, although it, it, do, it doesn't have like a PS3 or PS4 version. Nope. Really, I thought it, I thought it was a PS2 classic for some reason. Uh, I, I'm, I don't think so. Startless, like I, I'd say that still counts as it's not like that's not a port. If it's like, I feel like if there is a version of it emulated, that doesn't really count. Like it has to be a full-on port. Um. Ah. Um. You know, in, in terms of you know the ones I played and know are good, like I feel like uh, Sweet Coden Five would probably offer a lot of a lot of substance for a. Uh, yeah. For a Desert Island game, it's got a very, very slow start. I get the first 10 hours are like a real slow burn. Mm -hmm. But like on a Desert Island, like who's going to care, you know? Right. Uh, uh, so it's looking like uh, uh, Makaya, the otaku gamer, is saying that Twilight Spirits is on PS4. So it's got to just got to be a PS2 classic, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Cause, right. Because there was the. Wasn't there the uh, Star Ocean till the end of, end of time HD version? I'm pretty sure there was. That's not just like a PS2 classic. That's like a. It's real. It's like a real remaster. I I, I think I also saw uh, as I was scrolling uh, up the chat. I think I saw. I, I missed who said, but I think I saw someone mention Katamari Damacy, which would also be a really good. Yeah, but reroll Desert. is the same thing. Well, oh, I'm not, oh, random I mean, game I, you're talking about. I mean, it's not an RPG either. I'm just saying, like, I'm just thinking back to the original question. You know, the random game. Yeah. I feel like Katamari Damacy would be would be a good pick for a random game. Yeah, I just realized like my my lights dimmed and now I'm like really blown out. So let me turn on the lights a little bit here. But I. Uh, Katamari Damacy is just one of those games that feel, I feel like I could chill out to any time, you know? Yeah. Persona 3. Uh, I still need to play through Persona 3. I have I have Persona 3 Portable. Actually, I just got the physical version of Persona 3 Portable, which is super expensive. But uh, yeah. I, bought, I bought it from uh, from Chris from Classic Gaming Quarterly. At a copy oh, of okay. And he gave me, he gave me a little deal on it. Cause I have the digital I, I, version of it, but I just haven't. 
I, I kind of want to play the PS2 version sometime, but I feel like it's going to drive me nuts that you can't control your party members in it. Yeah, but I, I wonder if that... Does it make good decisions? You know? I don't I don't know, but it, I think it still bothered me a bit. I, I'm under the impression that it does not make good decisions because there's... There's... I, I, I've, I've seen some... Some co some web comics that make fun of some of the dumb things that uh, the party uh, members do. I, I don't know if it was fixed at all in the FES version, which is what I have. But it, it's always so surreal to me because I play because I played portable. It's always so weird to me when I see a YouTube video that has like you know the scenes where the characters are like you know you see the 3D models like standing around and talking and animating and, you know, having the flowers above their head and, you know, like, like in Persona 4 and 5, right? Yeah. But, like, I played it, you know, on 3, which has a more visual novel style presentation without the 3D models, except in the, you know, the actual dungeons. Uh, and uh, it, it's just so surreal to see, like, oh, I remember this scene, but, like, actually seeing these characters acting it out is kind of <laughs> like staring into an alternate reality or something. I, mean, I remember you were pretty bored with Persona 3 when you Well, were... I think that I, I wasn't bored with it. I think I just... I had just gotten, gotten the Vita, I think, and I just wanted didn't well, want to play it at the time. But I, I definitely want to now, but I still haven't even played 5. Which yeah. I need to do. Yeah, I. Well, I mean, I. I kind of want to want to play Royal. Right, right. That's. I mean, that's what I'll Even do. Even though I've you know put over a hundred hours into you know the original version, like I still. So like, well, I kind of. I, I, with with something that's a hundred hours. I just know that I'm going to be spending a. You know, it's going to. That's a long time. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why. Yeah, I was. Put it off or so. <laughs> yeah, well, I just I haven't ha haven't played it. And, you know, after it's Resident really Evil, I just I just kind of feel like I'm just gonna focus on some like like just some some shorter games. And that's I think that's why I started randomly started playing Knack uh, Two today. <laughs> oh, because we we played through that. I'm not we sure if we did that on, on this stream or if we did it on. It was a backloggery stream, I think. Or maybe it was both. I, I don't know. But I, you know, I started playing it. I'm like, this is just like feels exa like exactly like what I want to play right now. Yeah, I, I need to restart that. I mean, I, I remember it being pretty fun in, in two players. It's fun, you know. I I like Knack. I like Knack One even. You know, I, I yeah. think they're they're I think they are fun little games. Yeah. Uh, there was uh. Five Canadian from uh, Tom T seventeen. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, saying uh, with a dog avatar. <laughs> Very cute dog. Uh, saying weird Wii 480p question. My signal drops on a certain switcher when in-game screen goes white or very bright. Uh, how can I mitigate this, or am I just out of luck? Uh, that you sounds know, like that it's doing something and like boosting the video levels. I wonder. Like I mean, that, that, is it is it a powered switcher or is it unpowered? Because if it's a powered, it, it might be boosting the video levels. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I for the longest time, I think we were all about like, oh, like it's got to be a powered switcher, else it's going to be garbage. Um, 
And like the best switchers usually are powered, but I've also found that the worst switchers are powered. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. And uh, I sometimes just a good mechanical switcher is really the solution. Just a, a switcher that, you know, doesn't have power. And when you push it in, all it's doing is, you know, a spring loaded button and it's just like connecting the tracks or whatever, the traces, you know, and you pop it in and it's just totally mechanical. It works mechanically. Uh, I've kind of found honestly, like as long as you're using good cables, like those, those are, uh, those are kind of the, some of the most reliable, I would say, like even just like the cheap, like Pelican ones, you know, or the, yeah. the, the ones that you would, would have bought at GameStop or whatever, you know, I, I don't know about nowadays, but it, it tend, those tend to be pretty easily found at like Amazon and stuff. So, I mean, I wouldn't say you're out of luck. I would say you could probably get a mechanical switcher that would do decently for not all that much, honestly. Uh, but it, it sounds to me like um, that switcher is probably doing something, you know, unwholesome to the signal. <laughs> it's definitely a thing where ex extreme brightness. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you can even see that just like in games like over comp composite. You, if you, you know, just like you'll sometimes if you're playing, if you're playing on a CRT, you'll like see like a little flip. Like I remember mm -hmm. happening sometimes with like the Konami logo or something like that. In certain uh, and that's kind of what happened, or you, you suspect a related issue is what was the cause of your, um, uh, uh, a cause of the, the little flip that it did on, um, oh, right, right, on the, uh, with the GBS control. Yeah. Yeah. Cause someone, so, cause, cause somebody mentioned in the comments that they had that same issue and they had to put a resistor on one of the lines in, on it and uh, it fixed it. You know th this this overlay. I'm I'm just now realizing is like suspiciously Metroid Prime like. <laughs> oh, like the visor. I can see. Yeah. That. Um, there was uh, five dollars from uh, Brent McLean. Thank you. Saying uh, I bought this game at launch from the creator of the comic book. They oh, even wow. signed. It. 20 bucks. I sold it when my ex told me I was too old for games. Uh, Bummer. I'm sorry. I, I asked uh, that. That is probably a, a much more common experience than, than people realize. What, uh, what, what signed games do you have? Uh, let's see. I have my... Ease 1 and 2 Chronicles is for the PSP is signed by uh, Yuzo Kishiro. Uh, because I guess at the time I didn't have anything else from the sign when we met him at MAGFest. Right. Uh, he signed my Act Razor because I didn't have a Genesis at the time. So yeah. I didn't have like Streets of Rage or anything. I know that's he's much more famous for that, I'd say. But my Act Razor is in such horrible condition too. But it was the only thing I had. Um, our Contra Fours are signed by uh, Jake Kaufman. Yeah, uh, I have the my PS3 version of the um, 
of the Journey uh, Collector's Edition, it has, you know, it has Flower and uh, uh, Flow as well as Journey on it. I'm pretty sure that I have, that's, I'm pretty sure that I have that one signed by, uh, who is that? Is it Austin Wintory? Who is the Yeah, for that? Well, Wintory, I don't know how you say his yeah. name. Oh, I'm going to die. Um, let's see. Did, I, I got, um, my uh, my copy of of Lollipop Chainsaws is, is signed by uh, Jessica Nigiri or Nigiri Nigiri because mm. she was at she was at a um, Comic Con one one year when that game came out. I forgot about her. Like, does she still do a lot of I, stuff? I assume so. Uh, my my Mass Mass Effect Three is signed by some of the developers because they were at that same Comic Con. Um. I have a I have a copy of uh, Little Big Planet Two that's signed by a bunch of the developers, um, and because I bought it from like the Sony the Sony Style Store in in New York when it when it came out, and it was like a handful of copies were signed by um, the developers. Um, Did you get your Castlevania signed oh. by? I had to look. I had to look up her name because I always forget her name. Yeah, uh, uh, Kinyo Yamashita. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She, the composer, signed. I have a copy of Castlevania signed by her. And um, let's see. Uh, there's another one signed. Oh my! Uh, uh, I had uh, Naoki Hori sign my my Gauntlet Four, my copy of Gauntlet Four, and uh, he has like, some, well, you remember that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he signed that. I wish I'd brought something. He, it was I like should. him and like uh, like it was a Tetsuya Abe. Abe, yeah. And uh, let's see, um, and I had the uh, some of the other guys signed uh, my. Uh, Sega 3 Classics for the, on the yeah. copy on the system. Uh, there, there's, there's definitely, I think that might be it, but I feel like I might have more. I don't know. If, um, I, if I have the opportunity to do it, I will, I'll, I will uh, take that opportunity. I mean, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, getting your stuff signed, it lowers the value. But, like, I don't plan on selling any of this stuff anyways. Like, I think it's more cool to have stuff that's Make signed by... Yeah, signed by the people who made it. Yeah. Did you get Portal signed by Ellen McLean? I did, yes. Portal 2? Yeah. Oh, and my, my copy of uh, of uh, Bat Batman Arkham City is signed by... Um, what's his face? Um, Evan Conroy. Yeah, cool. uh, because he is like a, a a friend of mine's cousin. But <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Of course, Ellen McLean charges for for. Uh... Right, and I I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, like I wouldn't have done it if I knew that. But then it's like kind of like oh, like I've gone too far to back out now. Yeah, my yeah. my PS3 Portal 2 is signed by yeah. her. 
Right. I did the same thing, but then I was I said, uh, yeah, it was it was the exact same situation where she basically was like ready to sign it. It's like, oh, this is how much it is. I'm not gonna be like, I forget that. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking it, but I'm I. Once you've gone that far, I feel like no. you can't. It's just it's 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 too crappy to do that. Uh, the, the only other one that I think I have is um, is uh, you know I, I won in a contest like in two thousand four, I think two thousand three, two thousand four. Probably 2004. Uh, I won, uh, you know, what's now Nintendo World Report was originally Planet GameCube. They did a video contest. And I got I got second place and uh, I won. I won a copy of uh, Twins Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, which, you know, is, is now a pretty valuable game. But I already had it, and I actually just straight up gave it to, you know, one of my oldest online friends. I just like sent it to him. <laughs> uh, but you know, so my copy that I own today is signed by the entire Silicon Knights team. But no, no Kojima, because it was just it was just Silicon Knights. In fact, it shipped from directly from Silicon Knights. Like the all the other prizes like came in this like huge box that came from one of the playing GameCube people. But mm -hmm. um the uh Twin Snakes like actually came to me like FedEx from Canada. Straight from uh Silicon Knights. <laughs> so so I have Dennis Dyack's autograph. For what it's worth. For what it's worth. Yeah. You know? I, I, uh, it's funny. I see everyone's like making fun of me because I, I forgot Kevin Conroy's name. It's like, that, what's his face? I, actually, I, 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 I remembered it on the I, spot. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised too. Uh, but, uh, you know, that contest, I also, you know, I, I, I kind of regret not having it now because it's. It's a valuable game, but you know, I, I got Automotalista from that. Kind of. Yeah. Like there were several. When you, when you saw when you saw that footage in that video, like that I sent you for the Retro Tank, were you like, yeah. that actually looks pretty cool. I wish <laughs> I wish I still had that. I mean, I, I I don't think it's considered all that great of a game though, but like it's. I mean, it's I become th an, at least the GameCube version's expensive. I don't know about yeah. the other. I mean, there, I, there I, were, but I bet it's like actually pretty good. Like in this day and age, is probably a lot more fun. Maybe I mean it's it's you know there's um there were there were a, a number of Capcom related prizes in that for that contest. I mean it was it was it was even even second place was you know pretty good winnings. You know that's where I got PNO three. Yeah. But you know, I, I trade in Auto Modalista. You know, three. I mean, that's that's the butt game, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I almost took both PNO three and Auto Modalista to trade into Funko Land. You know, just to get credit. You know, 
completely side unseen. Like I, I was just like, eh, I'm probably not gonna like either of these games because you know PNO three got bad reviews, right? Um, but then like I play them, and I'm like, okay, Automotalista, I don't think I'd really get into this. But PNO three, this is this, this actually seems pretty fun. So I kept PNO three, and I'm I'm glad I did. I mean, it's not you know the most amazing game ever or anything, but it's it's unique. It, it it it's it plays kind of unlike anything else, mm -hmm. and it's very it's kind of arcadey. Just it's kind of a it's kind of a straight to the point action game, and is it's, it's kind of different. I mean, it's I mean, is that the that that was the game that Shinji Mikami directed immediately before Resident Evil Four, right? I didn't know that. Like, the earlier versions of Resident Evil 4 were probably in development when he worked on that. And then, you know, they just weren't getting anywhere with them. And, you know, he he made his own version of 4. Uh, there was uh, five Canadian from uh, Sheldon Calvin. Thank you. Thank saying, you. Uh, uh, Knack crawled so Astrobot could sprint. Yep. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's true in a lot of ways. Like, I feel like, you know, Japan studios work in general, I feel is like so overlooked. Like they have a very high degree of, of polish to their games. Uh, that I, th I think goes underappreciated. I mean, yes, Knack is a really simple game, but it, you know, it is, it is well made. For yeah. What it is. I mean, the no. first one, I the, I think the second one is a significant jump in quality. Oh, for sure. But I, I still appreciate that the first game, like, basically feels like a PS1 game. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean that in the best of ways. Like, it's just like, you know, this is a really simple game that doesn't, Jeez, you know, like, feel, it doesn't feel like they have. This is a Bina engine. I can't keep on dying on it. They didn't feel like they had to come up with, you know, a function for every single button on the controller just because they could, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a simple game, and that's okay. Uh, I I think uh, there was a, a, a Yo-Yo Yoshio that is not in the chat. Uh, you might want to check if there's any others that got over overlooked. Uh, yeah. James Boone, but it's in the chat. Uh, yes, there is. There is a one dollar from Yo Yo Yoshio uh, two sixty seven saying, uh, "Consider it time for your European viewers, guys." Uh, <laughs> is it? Is I mean, I'm not sure if that's if he's being serious or not. Uh, I mean, I think by moving when we moved the stream an hour earlier, it definitely helped out a bit. Yeah, for I mean, you're, you've still got to be a night owl over there. Yeah, in exactly. I mean, I know that Yo Yo Yoshio shows up is is a frequent uh, viewer of the Digital Foundry streams. Yeah, who you know, which they, is usually in the mi middle of the afternoon for us. Yeah, or early afternoon even. Yeah, or even late morning sometimes. Yeah, um, and that's why it's good that it, every once in a while we might do a random weekday stream in the middle of the week, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, we, we, we've really got to get around and playing uh, 
doing the uh, oh, it, takes it Takes Two. two. Yeah. yeah. Which we're planning on doing just like as a kind of bonus two-day marathon type stream. Yeah. When we say marathon, I, it means just like we're gonna, you know. We're, we'll yeah, we're not we're, we're not playing doing anything special for it, but just. It'll be just, just you know daytime. A couple of long streams. Yeah. Like we just like we did with a way out. Yeah. Even though I think we started that oh. on a Sunday night stream. We may have. Uh, there was five dollars from James Boone. Thank you. Thank saying, you. Uh, "Just finished my game room this weekend. Any experience with specialty insurance for game collections? Homeowners says I mean, they that's... won't. You've been investigating that way. I well, I mean, I wouldn't say I've been investigating it. I was trying to figure out, like, get a rough value. But I mean, I didn't. I have not figured that out yet. Um. I'd be curious to hear what other people have to say about it, though. Because I, I definitely do not know. Now, do, doesn't John Lenneman have insurance for uh, He might, but I, I'm not sure if it'd be different for, for Germany versus, versus here. I mean, I assume that it would be. See, uh, Vanessa was asking if I got Gotcha Force. I'm not... That, that name sounds familiar, but I don't know anything about it. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I know the name, but I think that's, that's one of those really expensive cube games. Mm. Oh, Zane's dad says uh, MJR did a video on insurance for his collection. Oh, recently or? I don't know, but... Might, might sound like a good starting point. Yeah. I agree. Gotcha Force is great. Limited release. It, 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 it sounds like a sounds like an ape escape ripoff. <laughs> I'm going I'm going to look it up. Gotcha Force. It says it's a fighting slash third person shooter video game. <laughs> oh, it's developed and published by Capcom. Oh. Huh. I don't know if it'd be the kind of game I'd be into or not. I'm wondering if there's like some sort of move or something like that that I am forgetting that it even exists. Huh? I said I'm just wondering if there's some sort of like attack move that I'm forgetting that I have because it just seems like all this stuff. Well, like is... a defensive or a defensive move. Yeah. Like block them bullets. Because it doesn't look like it looks like your gap to get through the bullets on that main I mean, gun. I, I mean, I can, I can block them. But it's the bombs that are the grenades that are getting me. Uh, there was uh, $10 from Mo Zamboni. Thank you. Saying, hey, try moving back to the Charlotte area. Nice. Uh, looking forward to weekends full of video game world and great food. 
Uh, Cafe 100 up in Huntersville. Also, Analog Frontiers is just a great documentary series. Well, thank you. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad people are people are appreciating it. It's it is a lot of work. And part four is you know, in editing. So, I mean, we the whole thing should be out before the by the end of the summer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Well. Definitely be done, but yeah, video game world. I'm I'm looking forward to going up to video game world myself. I've uh, I, I I I I haven't been since I guess it was in the summer last year. I went. Um, uh, Zach at Video Game World helped me uh, uh, desolder and resolder my Game Boy speaker for <laughs> the uh, uh, for the for the IPS screen episode. Uh, just because I'm I'm that un- inconfident in my ability to do soldering that I won't even do a Game Boy speaker. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, you know, I, I've, I've been hanging on to some money from Christmas, like, specifically for that. <laughs> I, hope, I hope the prices aren't too much of a rude awakening. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just watching this video by uh, by Hard for Games this past Friday, where they're just like t- where they're talking about video game prices, especially like PS One games, just like being insane prices at this point. Mm. And I'm glad that I have most of the stuff that that I want at this point. But like your your critical needs, but it's like the thing is though, like I think you're constantly discovering things. that's like. I want that. Yeah, know? but I mean, at least with the next station, I can I can play it before to yeah. figure out if it's worth like spending the money on it. Yeah. There was uh, five five Canadian from Voice Inject. Thank you. Saying, what's the difference between a joke and a dad joke when it becomes apparent? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. That is that's, pretty. It's pretty good. I like it. I, I can appreciate that. Uh, I I remember uh, a week or two ago, the subject of puns came up on the Inwig Discord, and uh, and Zane's dad said uh, uh, he 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 tends he likes to wallow in puns as much as possible. And says says he. He he, he 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 gets great enjoyment from from puns, regardless of whether he gets a laugh or not. He he says, you know, eye rolls are just as satisfying as a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I I can get behind this uh, this this sentiment. I I I do enjoy some good punnery. <laughs> Let's see. Ramo says, "I just got that joke." there was uh maybe a month ago in the in the discord channel there was uh someone posted a picture of uh it was like a grid it was like like a picture of like a fist another picture of a fist and then like a hands clapping and then it it was two rows of that and then it was uh 
a picture of the Wii, and then Will Smith. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then The Rock, and point a finger point at the camera, and then it was you know a repeat of that. And I was just like I kept like for a couple of hours, like I just like kept clicking back into the Discord channel. And like it wasn't moving, like no one was talking, like someone just posted it. And I just like kept looking at it and I'm just like, I don't get it. And Oh, I see. And eventually I got it. <laughs> and then I posted like or I, I think it was good vibe collecting said, I get it. And then like once he once he said he got it. I was like, okay, there has to be something to get here. And then I like immediately got it. <laughs> and then I just posted like, I, I've been looking at this for hours and didn't get it until you said you got it. And then someone else replied, I was doing the exact same thing. <laughs> I was just like, I do not, I can't figure this out. Uh, there was, <laughs> I see that he mentioned it in a donation uh, that just came in from Chris Fratz. Uh, so I said this on a Streamlabs. I said this on a Streamlabs, but I'm able to get. But if I'm able to get my PC to Portland Retro Gaming Expo 2022, I'd be okay with letting you try Half Life. Uh, Alex, <laughs> I mean, who, if we'll, if I mean, I want to play the whole game though. I don't want to just try it. Like I want to, I want to play it. So I feel like I need the equipment. Yeah. Uh, here sometime. I mean, I, I don't really know. I mean, I don't even know what, like, the Valve VR headset, like, costs. Oh, gosh. I mean, I don't know if that's, if it's more expensive than the the other one. Is it, is it comparable to... I'm not making a Facebook account. Yeah. So, I mean... So, I, it would, the Valve VR would have to be the only option, short of them porting it to, like, PlayStation VR it's 2. It's $1,000. I doubt that. Jeez, really? Jeez, that's really. I mean, is it is it? Do you need to have satellites or anything like that? Because that's one of the things to like about the quest is that you can just, you don't have. The, uh, you don't have to put the yeah. the cameras or whatever, around the room. I, mean, I like, think I think I could set up satellites in this room relatively easy. I don't think it would be a big deal, but I I just and like I feel like that's like the only thing that. I mean, I, I just, I really want to play it because I like Half-Life a lot, but uh, like, I feel like that's the only, like, I'm just, I'm not a big PC gamer. Like, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get much good use out of having a unit, but I, I'd like to play the game. <laughs> someday, someday I'm sure I'll have a way to do it. I mean, who knows? Valve could be generous and put it on PlayStation VR 2, but I doubt they will. Uh, and there was uh, $5 from uh, Wea Burger. <laughs> I <laughs> like you. that, dude. Uh, Say, uh, keep up the awesome vids, guys. Into collecting for 360 lately and was curious what are your things to collect from that Gen R? console editions game etc you know 360 has been a lot of fun for me in in recent years too because um you know i i didn't actually get a 360 until the xbox one was already out mm -hmm. uh, and uh 
you know, and then when I got an Xbox One X and, you know, now I have a Series X, uh, you know, it's just, it's been really fun, like just getting backwards compatible games, uh, even games that like, you know, a lot of times the 360 versions were better than PS3 versions. And now they're like even better and more useful, uh, you know, for, with backwards compatibility. So uh, I, I really like just getting random backwards compatible 360 games because 360 stuff is so cheap right now. Mostly. Yeah, well, this is really the time to, to be getting yeah. it for sure. Yeah, I mean, so... It, I, I mean, in some I, cases, I, I, one of the things that I look for i guess in the, in the 360 is specifically is there's a lot of you know complete editions that have all the dlcs on an extra disc or something like that which is not something that that, that uh, ps3 always did they, there would be game of the year editions on the ps3 that just has everything on one disc but it's just yeah. i you know that's why i bought like the uh, like the fallouts and stuff that a lot of the bethesda games put everything on an extra disc but sometimes you might even get certain situations where, uh, you know, it was the, as was the case with the the Far Cry, Far Cry compilation. Like that's the only way to get a physical copy of, um, a Blood Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I, I uh, both of us did a little bit of PS3 buying lately due to the, you know, I mean, the you know me, I, I, I. I these are things I would want the physical versions of anyway, but I just, I, I I would say I kept up pretty well with PS3 during this generation. And I, you know, it just became a very boring console for me in the past generation, just because, you know, I I already had most of what I wanted for it. And I wasn't really continuing to re-explore it. Whereas, you know, 360, I didn't have that at the time. So that was, it was much more interesting, especially with the backwards compatibility aspect. Um, uh, but PS3, you know, I, I bought several things recently, you know, just mostly because I was afraid, like what, what is, what impact is this store situation going to have on the price of the games? And, and it did, it did have an, an impact. Did I, I tried to really get in on the front end of it so that you know I, I avoid most of it? But there were some games that were already a little, you know, going up in price a little bit. Like um, folklore was like forty or something. Yeah. Um, you know, the most expensive thing I bought was Siren European physical, which was like sixty dollars. Yeah. But mostly, otherwise, I bought like a, I bought a whole bunch of like ten dollar or less games too. You know, I got the Resistance series. Um, I got uh, uh, what else was there? Got like Ridge Racer Seven. It is yeah. Seven, right? Yeah. Um, just, just I, I, I bought quite a few things. You know, during that span of time, uh, that was you know mostly all pretty cheap, and. Like, I, I feel like when I visit my game stores sometime soon, I feel like, you know, I'll, I'll take a real good look at their PS3 section and, like, maybe pick up some last few things that I felt I I missed in my recent buying. And then, like, I, I kind of want to feel done with PS3, you know? Yeah, I, I feel that I'm... And then just beat my done. backlog with, you know, beat the games that I have yeah. for it. 
you know, but I, I feel like I want to be done buying for PS3 pretty, pretty soon. I just, I just want to be done with it. I can't think of a I mean, lot I feel pretty I... done with it now, but, um, but 360, you know, I still think there could be a good number of games I'd like to get for it as well. But yeah, I, I agree. 360 has been fun for me. Definitely agree. Yeah. Uh, there was two dollars from uh, for the. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm kind of confused because I'm looking at the at the the ticker of the ones that I've missed, and there's uh, two dollars from for the love of the game, but there's also two dollars for the hate of the game <laughs> that I haven't haven't gotten to yet. But uh, for the love of the game is asking, what's the best freeze pop flavor? I like yellow. You know, it, I, I mean, are freeze pops like? I mean. Are they like snow cones where like it actually isn't a different flavor? You just oh think no, it no, is? they're they're definitely different flavors. I mean, it's been so long since I've had freeze pop, so it kind of made me think. I, we have a freezer full of them. I'm sure you do. You have kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I prefer either the uh, the red or the blue. I mean, I'm I'm definitely a red or blue kind of guy. You know, especially. Uh, when it comes to, say, like, Airheads or something mm. like that, it's all about the red and the blue. Uh, you yeah, know, the for, blue raspberry me, and the like, cherry. Yeah, when you're, when you're, when you're in, when, you, when you're talking about fruit-flavored candies, uh, like, red and orange are usually the best ones. Like, any any red is, is probably the best one, but I also really, really like orange. So I, I, I would, if I was presented with a freeze pop, choice and it's like i say it's been a long time since i had one i would probably go for a red or an orange second like the end of the level an orange you don't find a lot of people whose like favorite flavors are orange usually orange are like i would i would like the say last last ones that are left really you think i mean i i like orange flavor a whole lot uh I mean, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it's close to my favorite. I mean, the thing is, like, I actually don't like oranges very much, but I like orange flavor. And I like clementines. I just, something about the te the texture and flavor of actual oranges just doesn't really do it for me. But I, I like, clementines are so much better than oranges. Oh, yes. I, I totally agree. And oh, my they're, they're, And they're... And they're just smaller it's like it's less work to yeah to i just I, I just don't think the I, I like orange flavor but the flavor in actual oranges just isn't that good uh there was five dollars from chris Fratz again thank you saying uh wait a bit and keep an eye on the Deca gear headset. I'd link the site for it, but YouTube won't let me. Deca gear. I, I haven't heard. Uh, I haven't heard that name. Is that is that is that people are people are thinking that might be a might be a pretty good one. That's there's a lot of different headsets to worry about. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of surprising how much competition is in that space. Really, I mean, considering you would think it'd be such a niche thing, right? It seems like there's a lot of competition for it, and nobody buys them. Like, like, <laughs> like normal people don't buy them. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you have to have a pretty good computer for it. It's it's kind of strange, I guess. But I, whatever, I, I guess more competition's probably good and shouldn't theory drive down prices, but it's still pretty expensive. But I mean, I'm, I'm definitely very, I mean, I feel like I'll probably get PlayStation VR 2 day one, especially if they have an Astro Bot game with it. Yeah. I feel like they. I feel like after the response to Rescue Mission and and uh, Playroom, I feel like it's. I feel like it's almost definitely going to launch with a Master Bot. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, two dollars from with with a Cicada avatar. I might note. I I I, I think John, John uh, Cicada. Yeah. Uh, from for the hate of the game <laughs> saying uh, uh wife asked about the two and three dollar charges oh <laughs> <of the> <laughs> well, you know you you just uh gotta gotta torture your resident uh cicada hater <laughs> yeah. no if you really heard the noise from them no yet? no no we we just saw the shells like on our trees outside today it's and like... there's a lot of them there, there's <laughs> quite a few are they on like everyone's trees or is it just oh, like yeah, oh yeah. no we, we we really ended up in a spot with them no i mean they're on everybody's trees wow that's crazy it's like it's like it's like christmas but creepy yes <laughs> there was ten dollars from tinder brew thank you saying yeah. uh hey guys i watch the stream every week after it happens because i'm old and fall asleep so this is the first time i made it awake and i'm happy to support keep up the good work great channel well, thank you thank you uh i i i, I mean you're donating uh donating us dollars so i'm, I'm guessing you are not in a time zone ahead of ours uh so maybe you have to get up uh, real early to to wake up I, I i tend to not be the most early to bed sort how long uh, is this level for crying out loud i mean i can't i don't assume that this is like the last supposed to the last level it's not I mean, it's only level seven. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah I'm just looking at the chat. I see that uh, the, the, someone named Jesse in the chat saying, I, I can't emphasize this enough. Be careful of the headset choice because uh, compatible does not mean playable. So I guess uh, some might not work very well with certain games. So I guess if there's a game you really want to play, you need to make sure that people have reviewed, uh, reviewed it well for those specific games. You know, I, 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 I want to I go the optometrist pretty soon 
yeah. get, a, get a new prescription. I, I know that like PlayStation <laughs> VR two is like probably not that far away, but remember, uh, I think it was in our discord. Someone linked, uh, those, those like lenses that you can get for like your VR headsets. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. You, you talked about those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they're not all that expensive, I don't think, if I recall. Uh, and, like, even though, like, PlayStation VR is about to be pretty outdated, uh, or, I mean, we, I mean, who knows? It could be a long time until VR 2, PSVR 2 comes out. But, like, I still kind of want to get those because I feel like it's going to make me want to play it a lot more. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Paul Burkamp said, Try doesn't talk for like six seconds, and Corey's like, are you still there? <laughs> uh, there was a uh, $1 that just came in from, from Yo-Yo Yoshio saying, uh, should emulation focus on enhancing the experience or making it accurate? I replaced my GameCube with Dolphin because... It can exceed what a real GameCube can do. If it's if it's better than the real hardware, what is the point of emulating besides preservation? I just yeah, I, I just like to play it in the way that it was originally designed to be played. I guess. Yeah, like I, I, Although, I have no you know, problem. Like, say that about like mods and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, it doesn't. It's not the same, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I have no problem playing, you know, games that are originally 480i, 480p, and, you know, in their original resolutions. And, and to me, like, just because I do want... I, I feel like the resolution provides a lot of context for why the game is designed the way it is. You know, if you are viewing it at a higher resolution, then, like, well, it's like, oh, these are bad textures or... You know, oh, wow, that's a really low polygon model in the background or something. But then if you look at it in its original resolution, you kind of like, oh, I understand why they designed it this way. Yeah. So I feel like some context is lost. But the thing is, I don't think everyone should necessarily play it the same way. I just think it's important to not for... So I just think it's important that some people are sharing the something that is very close to the original experience on... YouTube and Twitch and stuff like that. Like, right. Like, let's not, like, you know, wouldn't it be horrible if one day, like, all the videos of GameCube games were all, like, you know, high resolution? Like, and we, and no one had, like, no one knew what GameCube games used to look like anymore, how they were designed to look. Like, no one knew anymore. Like, yeah. now, the average person, go for it enjoy you know dolphin and high res or many content creators go for it like upload like the sharpest looking highest resolution you can but like i think for what we like to do we we like to put images out there that you know represent just how the game is just just how it how it is uh and you know and i know some people like and say well like you know you're not showing like nes and composite and stuff and that's true, and I'm glad that there are people that are still uploading stuff NES and composite. Although yeah. I don't think it's a whole lot at this point, and they may not but be doing a lot, the best in some cases. Quality. It's about just like it running in the, the same speed. Right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, in the in the aspect ratio, that's why 
you know, that that's why I make a big deal about like, eh, optimized modes. Eh. I mean, even though they are often only slightly different aspect ratio, almost imperceptibly from true four three, it's still like, well, but like I want to represent games. I, 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 I want the way that I represent games online to not lose sight of that original aspect. And that's just what I want. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in terms of emulation, in terms of accuracy versus enhancements, I do think accuracy has to come first. Are you, are you watching what I'm playing here? Yeah, it's... I it, think I think it's kind of amazing. I I feel like it going into this like this side scrolling like two D shooter is is kind of ahead of its time. I was about to say ahead of its time. Yeah, it, it feels like a throwback before throwbacks were cool. Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty neat. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I think accuracy has to come first. I mean. But, you know, enhancements are, are wonderful and nice, but I, I think they have to be built upon a foundation that is accurate. And especially for preservation, I mean, we have to have accurate information about how the consoles run or else if your, if your information that is carried into the future is all about the enhancements, then people who have to create new emulation implementations who may not be able to access the original hardware anymore, they're going to be referencing enhanced information. And you're going to get further and further and further from the source and eventually risk certain games becoming completely unplayable because you have moved so far from the true nature of how this hardware originally worked. Um, so, you know, I, th I think it's, I, I, I think you know, I think a lot of people think like, oh, we need to have like one true standard of preservation or one true way to emulate or whatever. And I think it's good that people aren't putting all our, all of their eggs in one basket. You know, it's good that people are preserving through original hardware. It's good that people are preserving through software emulation. It's good that people are preserving through hardware emulation. It's good that people are doing this in all sorts of ways and that the users too are enjoying them in all sorts of different ways because it, it, it gives us so many different perspectives to look at this stuff. And it's just that our, our personal favorite is to do original hardware when possible. And, uh, you know, uh, hardware emulation secondly, and, you know, software emulation third, you know, it's, it's all of it is important. And I don't think like anyone, it's just so silly to me that people are like acting like, Oh, well, like this is my favorite. Now I have to like convert everyone to my way, my favorite way. Is, that's just silly to me. <laughs> um, I need to scroll back up a bit. Oh, there looks like, hopefully I'm not missing too much of anything. There was, uh, um, there was, uh, 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 tw uh 2,500 CLPs. I'm not sure what currency that is from mm -hmm. uh, Gabriel Molina. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, maybe that's, I'm, I'm just making a random guess. Uh, so, so, sorry, I'm, maybe that's uh, Chilean uh, pesos, I'm guessing maybe, saying uh, 
Uh, I like very much your videos uh, and tutorials on how to connect and have the best resolutions for old consoles. Thanks. Well, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. We we try to put out the best uh, the best stuff we can, in in the most understandable way possible. Hopefully. <laughs> Uh, and there was uh, five reals from Zenith VM. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, saying, uh, at least I think that's reals. Uh, saying, uh, morning mates, uh, just woke up for work. I'm honored to see you two discussing this topic live. Ooh, that's uh, that's uh, that's early waking up for for work. <laughs> I would. The topic would of the say. red star. Huh. Or the the emulation, or maybe it was maybe it was just talking about the emulation accuracy, etc. Uh, and then I believe there was a follow up from Yo Yo Yoshio again. Uh, yes, I think I. Uh, hang on, let me uh, bring it up here. Uh, I'm not trying to spread my pro emulation propaganda. Just curious about <laughs> an outsider's opinion. I think N64 should be kept to original resolution, unless you use an HD texture pack. Uh, if I thought real hardware, if I thought real hardware sucks, I wouldn't be watching this channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, like I say, it's it's very good that people are doing it in all sorts of different ways. You know, uh, and you know, I, you know, I know that it might seem silly that you know, you know, when it's official emulation or like you know an official HD version or something, I'm usually like. Ooh, I'm into that. But then again, you know, there's other times where I'm not like, for whatever reason, I just don't have that much interest in playing like the, the HD uh, Spyro or Crash Bandicoot games, even though I still haven't played Spyro 3 or Crash 3. Like, I, I just got just a copy of Spyro a couple of weeks back. A copy of Spyro that has all the all the games on and the patches on the disc. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I could see myself getting it someday, but it, it's 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 more money than I want to pay, especially when I just I know that I want to play the PS One version. I don't know what it is, but like I say, a lot of it for me I think has to do with context because, like, you play a game in you know super high fidelity, and it's like it's like oh this this seems really basic for what it is or mm -hmm. you know this this level seems really constrained but then when you play it on the original playstation you're like wow like this is actually kind of way ahead of what i thought they would have been doing on the playstation you know mm -hmm. and so like it, sometimes that context of playing it on that original hardware where you can see why it's designed the way it is um of course i just said earlier like oh i love that Knack feels like a PlayStation game, even though it's, you know, a PlayStation 4 launch game. <laughs> but, you know, still, it was a PlayStation 4 launch game. And, you know, they're, they're, it was still doing some technically interesting things. Um, I, I just find myself very impressed by, you know, interesting accomplishments within the context of the hardware and the context of the time that was yeah. released. Uh, and, you know, you, I mean, you can impress makes it, like, I mean... Absolutely. I think that is a big part of what, what drives me, too. Where and this game looks awesome on PlayStation 2. Yeah. No, it's just very clean-looking, 480p. There, there's uh, some screen tearing and stuff, yeah. I'm noticing. Yeah, but still, you know, it's it's a 
I, I you know, it's a it's a good looking game. Now, if I saw this come out on Xbox Series X, I'd probably be like, huh, this looks like a pretty low budget game. But then you look at it considering the times and the context it was made, it's like, wow. And would this game hold up all that well with, you know, without HD texture pack if it was in high resolution? I don't know. Maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't. But, um, you know, I didn't understand, uh, you know, when the HD generation first came around and, you know, it was a, it was a couple of years before I got a PlayStation 3 myself. Uh, you know, I didn't really understand how people were talking about like, you know, oh, game development costs are going to go up so much because, you know, not only are they going to be making games in high resolution, but they're going to have to, you know, the, the models are going to have to be higher fidelity. The, the textures are going to have to be higher fidelity. And I thought, really? Do the textures actually have to be higher fidelity? Because, you know, I'm, I'm just... I didn't really understand that because like oftentimes in PS2 and GameCube and whatever games like, you know, you would see the textures up close to the point where it got blurry anyway. Right. Yeah. So I kind of thought like, well, what's the big deal? Like we already see blurry textures and standard definition games. We can just have blurry textures and high definition games too. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess I get it now, but. You know, especially like I, I think we've talked a lot how like when we saw these 480i games on CRTs, like they may as well have been HD. Yeah, I mean, I like, would it almost say that that's how like I felt about like infinite. It felt like there was infinite adventure. detail hidden behind, you know, the interlace. Yeah, I mean, I think that at the time, it was it was it felt like a big deal to me because for the first time. I think in my life, when I saw the, uh, probably when I saw the Dreamcast, that the idea of games displaying at a higher resolution and more clear, like, seemed like something that was even possible. You know what I mean? Like, I just had never expected that to be something that could be done. Yeah. And I remember, uh, Seeing like just like how clear it looked, and specifically, I remember playing Disgaea on the uh, on the PS2, and wondering like why it looked so soft compared to other games. And it's because it's a, it's a 240p game, and it just never just never clicked with me until like years later. I mean, I, I didn't know about 240p until until we started researching RGB. Like, yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I don't think that we're we're, we're the only I mean, ones. I knew, that, I knew that before the Dreamcast, most games were lower resolution. But like, I thought it was. I I just I, I still thought it had to be 480i, but it's just like they're just not using the full resolution. You know, I just I didn't know because like the TVs I was playing on weren't really high fidelity enough to like distinguish like scan lines and stuff like. You know? Yeah. So I just, I didn't, I did not understand that. Um, there was uh 499 from Eric Schusler. Thank you. Saying, uh, story time. What is the time your life flashed before your eyes the hardest? Hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know if my life has truly ever flashed before my eyes. Uh. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can. I mean, one time, me and my mom were uh, driving, you know, in a, some icy weather, and uh, I think we were on a, I think we were on a highway, like in the North Carolina mountains, probably. And I remember, like, the yeah. car just, like, spun around, like, almost, I, I may have done a full 360. Maybe, like, it either did, like, three quarters of a 360 or maybe, like, a 360 and then some. But I remember it span around and, like, we were like, when we stopped, we were like, kind of like perpendicular to the road and like facing like a rock mountain. That oh, was wow. kind of scary, I guess. But I, I mean, I remember when something similar happened to that, like that with like riding in the car with my dad and, but we went off this big hill. And, oh God. Oh, you went off a hill? Yeah. Like down into this field. And it was, I was on my way to... I was I was not even in, in junior high yet, but it was like our Christmas concert. You know, do you ever have like a chorus concert or something like that? Oh, sure, sure. And we were on the way there, and that's when it happened. And we were able to drive out. I have no idea how we were able to drive out, but we but we did. And I just remember that being something. I was I was very afraid that all winter long about going off the road, especially. Uh, I grew up very close to this lake called Chautauqua Lake. It was a big, is big, big lake. And uh, my school, you know, was very close to this lake. And I just like, I would always have these, like this PTSD of losing control and like going out onto the ice of the lake and then breaking through. I don't know. That's, you know, a couple of other stories that I, that popped into my mind I feel like I've maybe told at least one of these before, but I remember I was when I was like, I want to say eight years old. I think I've told this story before. I was at like a summer camp and um, we were in the swimming pool and uh I remember uh, everyone else like started doing, including some of the camp counselors were doing this thing in the shallow end of the pool um, where they were like, I think there's a term for this, but they were like going in a circle. Like they were all in like a, an enclosed circle in the pool. And they were like going in a circle Mm-hmm. like on the shallow end of the pool. It was like creating like a whirlpool. They just thought it was like a cool, funny thing to do. But like, I, and of course, you know, me being an introvert, I'm just like, this is stupid. I'm not participating in this garbage. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was, I was not quite comfortable with the, the deep end of the pool at the time. Uh, and, uh, 
it like the force of the, even though I was outside the ring, like the force of it was like pushing me out to the deep end. Oh wow! And I was like kind of panicking. And I was like, "Help! Help!" And like I, I just remember just like feeling invisible, like these people that were going in this circle and like, I think they were like making some noise or something uh, as they were doing it. And maybe there was some music, like no one, no one was listening to me. Like it just felt like no one was paying any attention to me. And like, I'm just like, help. And uh, this, 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 this German lady who was one of the camp counselors, I, I remember she, she saved me. <laughs> <laughs> she got me out. <laughs> uh, and another time, this is like such a weird memory that like, it's like one of these memories that I've almost like questioned, like, was it a dream? But I, I kind of don't think it was. Okay. Uh, I was like, uh, again, I was probably like eight or nine. And I remember being at some sort of outdoor gathering and like, you know, like a park of some kind that was near like a, a small river. And I remember following some kids down to the river and there was like this really like fast moving part of the river, like right there on the bank. Mm-hmm. And the kids were, there was this log or branch that was pretty firmly wedged there that had like this, like b- sort of limb sticking up that they could grab onto. And they were like, getting in the water and like holding onto this limb and uh, like, you know, but letting their body like kind of be like pulled by the current. And it looked kind of fun. And I, I remember getting in and doing it and being like really scared. <laughs> like I felt like I couldn't get back out. And but like, like that's just one of these memories. That's just like, like I keep, I keep questioning. Like, was that is that like a dream that I had? Like, it did just, that really it seems happen? Too, like too much. It just, it just seems. It just doesn't hardly feel like something I would do, you know. <laughs> so I, I, I don't, I don't like. I just, I, I don't know if I quite trust my memory on that. <laughs> Uh, there was uh, $10 from Shadow Mask again. Oh, thank you. Jeez, thank, thank you. you. Saying, uh, uh, I've been extracting MIDI and sound fonts from game music rips. There is great data on in the MIDI files that shows you how the composer approached writing the music that should be explored uh, and preserved. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, that's something I never really thought about. Yeah. I mean... You know, I, I used to love like just like listening to like MIDI files, like using you know your your software MIDI. You know. Yeah. yeah. In the day, uh, like I've definitely talked about that kind of VGMusic.com or whatever it is. Uh, like I just loved it because like it didn't sound as good mostly, 
but it, it, it sounded different, you know? I just loved hearing like a different version of these <laughs> tunes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't think we would be uh, the, the right people to, to preserve any information on that, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Yuzo Koshiro has released, I think, a lot of his stuff. Uh, I know Artemio has streamed like some of his original files, like right, on the right, actual, he has the actual, uh, he's got the hardware. Yeah, he has the hardware. Artemio does this the, thing you know, called like no context synth uh -huh, streams. Yeah. Really cool. See people talking about Einhander. That that that, that that's a game I, I I'm looking forward to playing more of. I, I played a bit of it on a backloggery stream once, and uh, it was really good. I'm actually surprised that I'm making it as far into this game as. I am. I don't remember how many chapters. I mean, it seems there. like it seems like the game moves along at a pretty fast pace, and it seems to have just like yeah, a it's lot weird. Of I just I just remember it being a lot more difficult. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, you've had some trouble here and there. Yeah, but not that much. I just remember uh -huh. thinking it was a lot more difficult. But I, I think that I also played this. It wasn't too much, too long. Like after I kind of got back in the games after being out of it for a while. So I mean. Maybe that was it. Maybe uh, I didn't just certain things didn't click with me the way that it does now, where I just I understand it better. See, we've got a uh, Sefi from the backloggery in the chat saying, "I uh, thought this was that new Contra at first. Oh, I mean, I thought about Man. that. Maybe that's why I decided on this because I thought like, oh, we we should do that sometime. And I thought like, oh, we'd have to find if we play it co-op, we need to find somebody else to sit in the stream." to keep an eye on the chat and stuff. I was thinking about maybe just doing that on a backloggery stream with drums sometime. Oh, okay. Because I feel like that'd be easy. I feel like it'd just be easier to, like, stick with it doing local co-op. Uh-huh. Because, like, I feel like that's the kind of game, like, we're not likely to marathon it like we would It Takes Two. Yeah. And, like, I just feel like, like we're never going to take the time to, like, pick it up again. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you never know. I mean, maybe it's... Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like local co-op, though, would be the most sure way to, to do it. But who knows? Drum might not be into it either. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. You know what What, what really amuses me? Uh, you know, Drum hasn't been over since the new consoles came out. Or since before the new consoles came out. Oh, wow. And... Uh, I, he's uh, he's going to come uh, for the stream for the first time in a long time. Um, oh, tomorrow? Uh, not tomorrow, but the next week. Mm. He's been working on a Zelda 2 Master Run on the stream lately. Right. So it's just it, it's easiest to do at his house because he has to... I mean, he's done three Zelda 2 Master Runs, but he actually has to hack the game to uh, allow him to have no level ups. That's crazy. I mean, is would is so is Zelda two like one of his favorite? It's got to be one of his favorite games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he so he's done like so. You have magic, life, and attack, and you know you can level them up to eight or nine, I think. Right. You know, one, 
and you know, you normally you'd level them all up, but he's done master runs where, and this is possible to do within the game's rules. You have to choose something to level up. So you can just max out attack, health or magic. And, um, uh, you know, none of the others. And he's done all three variations of that. He's beaten the game with, you know, Jeez, eight magic. That would be at the end of the level. Eight magic, one health, one attack. And then all the, the two other variations of that, you know, where it's max one and then one of the other two. Um, but he, he actually made his own, like, cheat that would make it so that uh, the he would never be able to level up any stat. And uh, he's he's pretty close, but it could still possibly take all stream because he still has to get to the Great Palace and then do the Great Palace. But the thing about the Great Palace is when you die you or, or when you quit, you start there. But, you know, he'll he'll want to do that on his own emulator setup, so he'll still be at his house next week. But anyway, we got a stream directorship from uh, Paladin for... Um, he wanted us to play um, Guardian Heroes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I, I think it's super... I, I am very much loving the idea that Drum's first experience with a with the new generation of consoles is going to be playing an Xbox 360 version of a Sega Saturn game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's a pretty thorough remaster, if I recall correctly. I don't really oh, care for the, like, how they make it. Paul, Paul Bergkamp? Mm-hmm. From our streams is Mr. Do from the backloggery streams. Uh, I don't I feel know. like I'm. I feel like I'm having another another plot twist, like I had with the Retro Tink 5X actually being the Retro Tink 6X all along. <laughs> These are like. Two... I mean, is that is is he a frequent a frequent uh, visitor for those? What? I mean, Mr. Do is on the on the on the backloggery streams all the time, and Paul Bergkamp is on our streams all the time. I I I never knew. I never knew. He probably tried to convey that information at some point. <laughs> Uh, and I, I, you know, was was obviously not seeing it or paying attention at all. <laughs> I desperately need some help here. I'm going to probably die before I get to whatever boss awaits me here. <laughs> uh, extremes in the chat saying, just wait until it becomes the Retro Tink 8X with GBI 360p support. <laughs> I would love for that to happen. Yeah. That would be amazing. Well, yeah, I mean, that's pretty crazy. I mean, it's probably already in the works. <laughs> what? 
Mr. Dew says, I, I, I don't think I, I don't think I've mentioned that, but glad I could blow your mind for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I had, had, uh, had no idea. Come on. Like I had him. I had him right there. I bet that was the boss of the level too. You have to start the whole level again? I think so, yeah. Bang. And I was going to unleash my uh, my ultimate attack there, and it fired in the wrong direction. And you can't adjust the direction. By the way, Extremes, while, uh, while you're here, um, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know if this is anything anyone else has come up with. I, I have not had a chance to verify this for myself. Um, but Blade Blur was talking to me the other day and was asking about this, like, banding he was seeing on GameCube. And um, I, lo I looked at him like, huh, I don't. I don't think I've seen that. And at the time, he was just showing me the Swiss uh, dashboard. And I was just like, oh, well, maybe maybe it's just how the colors on Swiss are. Um, and this is through the Retro... I don't remember if I mentioned, but this is through the RetroTank 5X. Um, uh, and he was getting this banding. and But then he, like, actually loaded a game and showed me some screenshots where... He, the game itself had this like vertical banding uh, when booted from uh, from Swiss, uh, but not when booted from the disc. So I don't know if that's something you're aware of or if there was an error in his methodology there. I, I, I have not had a chance to, to verify that for myself, but I, I wasn't sure if that was something that might make sense to you. Because I know you discovered a lot of weird things about GameCube and Wii uh, Color. I wasn't sure if maybe there was something in there that was counteracting it, and then it was making it act weird on the RetroTink. I I don't know, or or if it if it was something on the RetroTink side. I don't, I don't know, but it, it sounded like something that might be worth investigating. I guess. Uh, it was. It was, and it could have had something to do with his capture card, but it was just really strange that he showed me a screenshot from the disc without it and a screenshot from Swiss with it. Um, from a game, from an actual launched game. I'm not talking about the dashboard anymore. Um, but it was just like these vertical, like almost like jail bars, but it was using the official component cables. I don't know if Blade Blur might be in the chat tonight or not, but he was the one that was, he was asking me about it, and I was like, "Huh, I didn't notice anything like that when I I used uh, GameCube through the Retro Tank, but I wasn't using Swiss." I think I think Mike was looking into whether. But, but I think he's got like a lot of other stuff on his plate in terms of... Like, yeah, well, and it's also, it's entirely possible that, you know, we've got some incremental firmwares that he, that introduced some features that he's not in, 
you know, not entirely to release into a, a mass uh, firmware update yet. Right. So it's possible that it's something that's already fixed. I I don't know. But I, I'd need to check that for myself. But it, it, was, I, it was just strange that it he was getting that in his captures when he launched from Swiss and, and not when he launched the disc. Um... There was five dollars from Mega X6. Thank you. Uh, saying uh, now for some pure randomness. Just learned yesterday was Pac-Man's birthday, uh, May twenty-second, nineteen eighty. By the way, loving the stream. Great job, guys. Well, thank you. Thanks. I had no idea that I did that he not had an actual birthday like that. But I guess it makes sense. It's so hard to track like uh, like the actual stuff like that. Like games in the eighties. You know, oh, yeah. it's very difficult to really verify anything. <laughs> uh, there was two dollars from John Blake. Thank you. Saying, uh, "Hey guys, does the core you need a power source?" Yes. I I forget if uh, video game perfection sells. Yeah, one comes. One, one comes with that. It come uh, with it. I've, yeah. I've switched a lot of my stuff that use like that use five volts and under. Well, most things are like five volts, but I, I switched over to powering it all like by USB because you can get USB to barrel adapters. Or not adapters, but just like cables. But have you, have you verified if you had, if you're free of issues doing that? Uh, I mean, I I verified with my uh, G-Scarts and G-Comps and haven't had any issues. You know, honestly, for like a lot of stuff like that, you know, I didn't even know it was possible until like I got a HDMI switcher that does it. And honestly, that's probably just as reliable than like most of these like really crappy uh, power supplies that come with uh, devices. You know, because you know you buy HDMI switchers and they just come with like this power supply it's it's probably just oh, as not good that, if yeah. not worse than, you know what i've i've like, been like, into... like a big like a like an anchor uh, uh usb hub it's like th that is just for powering stuff or like charging phones and stuff like that i mean I've, i have it... not noticed any video issues from using this stuff to power HDMI and like my G my G scarts and also like I mean I mean look look at the retro tank the retro tank is meant to be powered via USB. Yeah, so, well, you know what I what I've been using a lot for like what I've been using for like the USB things that I'm like you know I want to be really sure that it's like performing the best that it as it should, you know, especially mm -hmm. stuff that's going to have like an analog to digital conversion or something like that. Um, I, I've been, I, I've, I mean, they're kind of, kind of expensive for a power supply, I feel, but like just, I, I have a couple of them, uh, like official Raspberry Pi uh, power supplies. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you know, I, I'm no engineer, you know, I, I'm not putting these things under a scope or, you know, opening them up or anything, but I, I, I believe they're good quality 
power supplies. Um, and I, I came across it when I was uh, using that first using that Raspberry Pi interface for the 3DS capture. And uh, I was getting more uh, audio noise when I was just like using when I was powering the Raspberry Pi by other means. Um, and I, I bought the official Raspberry Pi power supply and I had much less analog audio noise. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've seen stuff like that where, you know, powering the, like a Pi through just like plain USB will work, but it gives you, uh, like, it's, it's just, it's not receiving enough power. Mm -hmm. So it'll work to an extent, but. Right. But I, so, like, when I when I did the RetroTink, because, like, in the manual, it says, like, you should use a good quality USB power adapter and cable. And so I just, you know, for that episode, I don't know if this I'm going to hook it up long term or not. I, I might. But I, I was using one of those official Raspberry Pi power supplies mm -hmm. just because you know it's like well i i don't i don't want there to be some unknown factor it's like oh this is actually introducing noise and i didn't know what it was i was just like well let me use like the best usb power source that i have just to be safe yeah the one thing that i that i have appreciated about switching so much stuff to usb is it, it just is made it made my wiring so much cleaner and like in terms of power supplies oh it's it took me a long time to get over the idea of of charging things or or not just charging but powering things over usb like it, it always just felt like for the longest like did you ever feel that way like i can understand well powering i didn't even know it was even po like possible to power anything using a uh, like a like a barrel style uh, plug until I got this HDMI right, selector that it, they have that has that and they're just you know anything that's uses five volts or less yeah yeah but like like for me I think the first device I ever had that could be charged by USB was the DualShock 3 it was just like this doesn't feel right. Like, is can there really be? Can, can you really be getting power over a USB cable? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just data to me, you know. Like, it just really weirded me out at first. I'm like, wait, I'm charging this thing with a USB cable? And like, it was. Just, I just like didn't really trust it for a long time. Like, when certain things were an option to maybe charge with USB or charge with it or power with another way. I just didn't really trust USB for a long time. I'm just like, this doesn't, doesn't feel like, like, I mean, it, 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 would, it, it would, I mean, think of it like, what if you suddenly learned that you could like power devices with a, with a composite cable, <laughs> you know, like, like you've no, been using I'm, this, this sort of, this sort of cable for years and years and years for something that is completely unrelated to power. And then all of a sudden you're, you're, you're powering and charging, charging things with it. Like it just, 
I, I didn't like it. it seemed wrong. <laughs> there was um, two dollars from Rears to Blood. Thank you. Thank saying, you. Uh, uh, "Wow, I beat Star Ocean and Lufia this weekend." Woo! That's uh. I, I I I don't like having two RPGs going at a time if I can help it. Yeah. I, I feel like I will. I feel like I'd be getting real confused uh, between those. Uh, I uh, you know I, uh, I I got the Super Nintendo cart for Star Ocean recently, and uh, I and you know used it for the first time for a little clip that I put in. Uh, Analog or not Analog Frontiers in the Retro Tank 5X episode. And, you know, it's it's so weird hearing the voices on it. Yeah. They're not very good quality. No, no, no. They're not. They're definitely not particularly good. But it's it's neat. Definitely neat. The, the text box in the game looks really neat, too. Uh, you know, it's it's a a full color math, as we like to call it, uh, uh, text box where you know you see transparency behind it. You know, I, it always I, I always kind of hate how the text boxes look in Secret of Mana. Oh, yeah, I can see that. All of them except for like the default one. Yeah, but it's got like the dither background, you know. Yeah. Like it's just like, come on, you don't need that on Super Nintendo. I mean, yeah, that the the clear clear popped up immediately after you killed that guy. You had him before. And there's a second one that. Oh, a second one came yeah. out. Yeah, Lufia, you know, I'm 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 looking forward to playing through those games. You know, I, I had uh, Lufia two. Like, I, I want to say I probably got that either during college or maybe just after college. It was actually, it was probably during college. Because I was, I was playing Lufia 2 the summer after I graduated from college. And I, I, I wasn't totally into it. And I, I got rid of it. And, you know, I, I got it again uh, not that many years ago. And it was, it was pretty pricey, but. I'm sure it's a lot more pricey now. It was maybe like $80. I don't think Lufia... I mean, I got Lufia 1 a few years ago for maybe 50 I'm looking forward to playing them. You know, a lot of people have told me to play Lufia 2 first since it, you know, it takes place first. But I don't know. I, I kind of want to play them in release order. I, I know Lufia 2 is just the more popular game overall, but I'm uh, definitely looking forward to playing those. There, there were the, Lufia 2 did appear in uh, the RetroTink video, just using a save that's already on my cart. But I haven't... I haven't played it in a long time. I mean, I played, I don't know. I probably played like maybe five, eight hours of it years and years and years ago, like 2006. Uh, 
Uh, I see John Perry G's uh, donation, but I'll, I'll wait for Corey to come back uh, for that. Your donation never made the sound? I don't know, but I see it. I see it in the super chat. Feel one is pretty good, very simple, but enjoyable. Plus, these your completion metrics. I mean, you know, I, I feel like I'm going to like them more than I like Breath of Fire 1. I mean, you know, also very simple Super Nintendo RPG. But man, I, I need to get back to Breath of Fire 1. I feel like, like it was like almost two years ago that I was playing it, but I feel like I could probably relatively easy easily pick it back up from where I was, but it's just... It made me feel so sleepy. It just, it's just, I, I like simple RPGs. What? Like Dragon Quest and Wild Arms. You know, just those good down to the basics RPGs, but. I wish I could. Do I think turn-based mainline Final Fantasy is dead forever? Whew. I, I, I would like to be optimistic and, and say I hope not, uh, but... But it is. <laughs> it probably is. I mean, that's what I think Bravely Default is almost taking taking that play, place of that. But, like, I, I've i played Bravely Default and Bravely Default 2. I've not played Bravely Second. Um, uh, they were... I had issues with Bravely Default 1 that annoyed me. Bravely Default 2 was good, but it was like, gosh, I want to say it took me like 65 to 70 hours. And I just, I kept thinking over the course of the game, like, like so much more stuff would have happened in a Super Nintendo or a PlayStation 1 RPG in that same amount of time. Like, like it was it was good, but it just it, it felt like the world was not that large, and I just I feel like you would have just seen so much more stuff would have happened in that same span of time in in a you know an older RPG. I mean, I think of stuff like Final Fantasy Four, like. That game is not that long, and like, there's just there's just always stuff happening. In it. Like, I mean, I think that's what really defines like the 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 Super Nintendo and PS One era of Final Fantasy, and that's why it's the best era of Final Fantasy. I just I feel like they just have such good pacing. Like, yeah, there's just they're they're just always moving you towards something that's interesting. You're just like, man, I, w- I want to see what's going to happen next. And I I feel like. It, it it just hasn't had that same kind of pacing since. Like, the closest thing, I keep saying it, but the closest thing is, you know, some of the Final Fantasy fourteen expansions, which I just, before the stream, finished the interim storyline between Stormblood and Shadowbringers. So, Shadowbringers is next. Although, I have to do the Crystal... I don't have to do the Crystal Tower, but I, I is strongly recommended that you do the Crystal Tower stuff. 
before Shadowbringers, which is like level 50 stuff, but I just, I never did it. Apparently it's very important for Shadowbringers storyline. So I guess I'll do that next and then I'll officially start the third expansion. Maybe I'll actually finish it before the next expansion comes out, which, you know, I, I told you before, like the, the, the expansion that's coming out in November this year is like, it's going to like wrap up the story that's been like going on since the beginning. So what like, then? I got that. From, huh? What then? I mean, like, I don't know. Like I, I bet there will be more expansion. You think you'll quit playing? I mean, I, I mean, I might unsubscribe just to not spend the money, but like, I wouldn't say I wouldn't come back for another expansion, but I, I, I bet at that point, I bet Naoki Yoshida hands it off to other staff and then probably he'll, he'll probably head up the development of the next MMO after that point, I bet. But, you know, I mean, just like Final Fantasy 11 has changed director's hands, you know, many, many times. And it's still it's still an operation, you know, still gets small new content. Yeah. Uh, while you were gone, there was um, there was a two dollars from it about the the uh, 3DO S video. Yeah, from John Perry. asking about recommending good 3DO S video cables. Uh, you know. Someone just asked me about this the other day, and I have like a like a monster one that I found at uh, at Goodwill. That's like the main one that I've used. Uh, and I saw it, found, like I looked for it on eBay, I think it was, and it was like eleven dollars or something like that. Just like I a, wonder if it's like, really that good, though. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, well, sometimes, I mean, in S, it's, it's, it's a dedicated S video cable. You can use any yeah. S video cable. I mean, we don't like. You you can say that, but I mean, monster cables are generally like pretty decent. I yeah, mean, I would I would trust that over like some no name, but I mean, yeah. we, we, I mean, the reason I recommend it is because it's like okay, so at least I have experience with this one, and it seems like it's okay. Yeah. But I mean, there. I know we gotta like, we should like doubt like everything, but I mean. It's 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 an S video cable. It's a, it's a monster S video cable, and I think yeah. that I feel I feel confident in recommending it. If it's if it's if it's not good, I mean, what are you gonna do? What can you do? I mean, yeah, I mean it. It, it probably is pretty decent. Like I, I, I think some of their stuff is not exactly to spec, but like in general you but can it's, count it's, on it. it's in general it's probably better than some no name uh, s video yeah. cable that you can Absolutely. get on on ebay that, that are like uh, the, the the alternative yeah and there I, I don't know the full details but um you know speaking of 3do we were hearing that it may be that the reason that you were having trouble with your rgb mod my event c-sync thing yeah there's a big big talk on, on uh, social media on Twitter about C-Sync and stuff like that and it was just like I could not even follow it because it was just I would walk away from we were like tagged in the conversation and I would oh. walk away from my phone and I'd come back and it would be like there's like 50 new replies to it so I just didn't even like yeah bother. I mean 
so it, you know, I mean, C-Sync can be kind of weird. It can be kind of technical. And, you know, it, it seems like a lot of people, a lot of the people in the scene are kind of recommending, like, if you don't really need C-Sync, just get a, a well-made sync on Luma cable when, when usable and yeah. get, you know, an extremely well-made sync on composite cable if that, if, if, you know, in other situations, which, I mean, I have seen no visible difference between, you know, a, you know, like the when you get like the retro access, uh, uh, coaxial shielded cable with, with, with composite video as the sync. I, I, I can't tell a difference between that and C-Sync and Sync on Luma. Um, but like, I, I, I understand the, the idea behind that because I mean, I don't know a lot about the, the really technical aspects of C-Sync, but a lot of times it has to be attenuated to bring it into safe voltage levels. And, you know, it's um, not really what is expected to be used over SCART traditionally. You know, traditionally it would have been composite video most of the time. Yeah. Um, there was, uh, $2 from Weeaburger again. Thank oh, you. Thank saying, you. uh, favorite games based on comics, cartoons, or anime. Favorite games based on? Favorite, favorite games based on comics, cartoons, or anime. I mean, the, the first thing that, that springs to mind is, you know, the, the Turtles games, you know, there's a lot of good yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games, you know, I, the, you know, my, my favorite will always be the NES version of, of the arcade game. Like, I, I don't know if that's a very popular opinion, but I, I love the NES version of the arcade game. Um, and it it is it is my favorite <laughs> one, mostly because it doesn't have the, uh, you know, the mostly because you don't take damage when you use your A and B attack. Oh, I, that you, you don't in the home version? Oh, do you in the arcade version? Uh, I, I, I you, assume you didn't. Not. I mean, I, maybe you don't. The, arcade version. the, I mean, the NES one is the one I have by far the most experience with. You definitely don't take damage in the NES version when you use A and B. Um, but... I remember the first time I played the third game, which I didn't even know it existed until I was in high school. I didn't know there was a third game on NES. Uh, and a friend had it. And he was like talking about like, oh, it's so much better than two. I like immediately just like, cause I, I hadn't really played a lot of bra other brawlers up to that point, to be honest. And so, you know, I know that's like a very common brawler mechanic. That was that was totally new to me, and I was just like, "What is this garbage?" <laughs> like, like you have basically stolen a move from me. Like, I'm never going to use this move now. <laughs> Why would I use this move if it's gonna hurt me? So, like, I, you know, I like Turtles Three, but I've like always had a hard time getting over my initial reaction to that. Um, and. You know, I, I it's been so long since I've played Turtles in Time, like really played it. But I, I remember just thinking it was okay back in the day. And uh, 
I liked. I liked, um, uh, I, I, I liked, uh, Hyperstone Heist more than Turtles in Time, to be honest. And, you know, I do, uh, I, I mean, if, they're, if I they're were, super similar. They're very similar, but I, I wonder if I would like Turtles in Time more now than I did last time I really played it, or if I actually like Hyperstone Heist better. And you know what, though? If I, I I don't want to put words in his mouth, but if I if I remember correctly, I want to say Audi also agrees that the NES version of Turtles 2 is better and that Hyperstone Heist is better. And, you know, he, he's kind of the Turtles expert, so. Well, I, I disagree that I love the arcade version of Turtles 1. I mean, it's... I, it, I just... It's I, such a, like... Maybe I mean, ta maybe taken by itself, it would be better if it's just like you're playing the game. But you know, I, I just have very strong memories of just a gi giant crowd of people around that game. And uh, well, I mean, it's it's probably it's, it's one of the certainly of the arcade games from back in the day. It's probably probably the one that I played the most. But. I've always liked the NES version because it's got the two extra levels and, and extra bosses, and they're good levels. Uh, and I, I always kind of liked the smaller character sprites in it because I feel like you just you can see around you better. I just feel like, you know. So I don't know if it's that popular opinion, but I really like the NES version. Uh, is there anything else we can come up with uh, for games based on comics, cartoons, or anime? You know, you were really into uh, uh, what's it called? Um, Cadillacs and dinosaurs on the Mister. Yeah, yeah. Which is that's based on a, a comic, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I just thought it had really great music. It looks awesome, though. I haven't tried it myself, so I haven't heard the music, but. Uh, that might be a fun thing to co-op with drums sometime. But, uh... That seemed pretty awesome. Uh, is there anything we can think of based on anime? I, I um, really probably haven't played a lot, to I'm be dead. honest. Uh... Well, you know, I, I really want to try out the, the Ghost in the Shell... Uh, the uh, standalone complex yeah. on the PS2. Oh, the PS2 game, right? Yeah. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit. And uh, oh, it's eleven, it's 11 o'clock, so you may as well wind down with something else if you want. Yeah, that's what I was planning on doing. Um, yeah, I mean, the Ghost in the Shell game and Gamera 2000 have been like the two biggest. Like, what game is that by far? Yeah, hang on, I'm gonna switch the games. Uh, that Ghost in the Shell game does look awesome. It does look really, really good. The PS1 one, but I guess it's expensive now. I don't know if the Japanese version is expensive. You know, the, the only Ghost in the Shell thing I've actually watched, at least I think, is the, um, the, uh, you know, I, I say the original anime movie. I don't know if it was actually the first anime movie, but I think it was. Uh, and, uh, it was different from what I expected. 
I mean, not that I really have any idea what, what I expected, but I'd, I'd probably have to watch it again, see if I would enjoy it or not. But that game looks amazing. Oh, I, th this is probably a way from a ways back, but I see show saying you're try your force to do crystal tower story now, but isn't that, uh, see when I, when I wrapped up the story after the, the credits, it said, uh, crystal tower is recommended before doing shadow bringers, but is it Force now for like the 1.0 story or like the post 1.0 story because see I did that long long time ago or not 1.0 2.0 story so I, I I might be in that in between where like I didn't actually get to where it forces me to do it but now it's just like saying we recommend it Because obviously it would make sense for them to force it like when you're actually the proper level to do it. Level 50. Uh, there was uh, $5 from uh, John Blake again. Thank you. Saying, uh, how do I get the picture to stop shaking so much on the OSSC? Is this normal? I'm playing GameCube games on Wii in 1440p. Does M Classic work on the 5X? Uh, when you say shaking so much, are you... Bob the Interlace. Are you talking about Bob DeAaron lacing? Do you not have 480p on? I mean, it's motion adaptive DeAaron lacing by default, so it shouldn't be shaking. Um, you might. So when you're playing GameCube games, if you're using component cables, you can uh, you can activate 480p in compatible games by holding the B button. Um, you hold the B button while the system boots up, and if it's compatible with uh, 480p, it'll bring up a prompt that says, do you want to turn on progressive scan? You say yes. Um, but again, only if you're using component cables. Um, and so it's... GameCube games is set, are separate from, uh, like, your Wii system menu setting. Like, if you set um, 480p in the Wii system menu, that only affects Wii content. Um, GameCube content, you have to activate 480p separately. But it does remember, at least an actual GameCube remembers. Like, the la if you said yes the last time, then you don't necessarily have to hold B to bring up the prompt again, but you do have to say yes every time. Most, like, every first-party game has 480p. Uh, and a pretty good chunk of uh, third-party games do, too. Um, you know, I would say most significant GameCube games uh, are 480p, but you know there's certainly a good chunk that are not. Um, or you can also use Swiss to force 480p. You know we were talking about Swiss earlier. If you have the means to launch Homebrew, um, although that would be for GameCube stuff specifically, not not Wii. Um, but uh, but yeah, and, and then. Furthermore, make sure that you're, uh, you know, check the check the manual for the RetroTink 5X to, to see how to, like, use the remote and use the different options. But you want to change the deinterlacing to motion adaptive deinterlacing. And if it does that, you shouldn't see any, you shouldn't, shouldn't see any shaking. You know, I, I, I think that's got to be what you're talking about. But, you know, again, 
most GameCube games you're gonna be able to, or maybe not literally most, but like most that you are likely to play, I would say, probably have 480p, and it won't shake. No, even if you, no, no because your deinterlacing mode won't. Uh, oh, oh um, I died, I died there. Uh, won't. Uh, this is, I guess, Gradius Five is my idea of winding down. <laughs> um I've been I've really been finding this as just a, a really nice uh pop it in and play it for a little bit kind of game lately. Oh and the the other part of John Blake's question does the M Classic work? You know, we don't have an M Classic. I have an M M Cable Gaming Edition which is and the McCable. Basically the same thing. I'm not a fan. I know a lot of people are. I always have to have to preset preface that. Um and, you know, I think a lot of people also get confused, too, because they'll look at something and be like, ew, this looks terrible. I thought this thing that I, you know, uh, you know, this expensive scaler I bought, you know, was supposed to look nice, but it looks bad. And it's like, well, you know, that I think it's a perspective thing. Like some people are going to like crisp scaling on like this generation, the PS2 generation. Some people aren't. And some people are going to think it looks gross when it's crisply scaled. Um, and M classic, the thing is I, the M classic, in my opinion, again, haven't tested it with the retro tank, but I would say it would be a waste, uh, because the retro tank five X can go up to so much higher resolutions and to get the most out of the Marseille stuff, you need your output signal to match the game resolution. And since we're talking about games that are 480i and 480p, it means you would have to set the retro tank to output 480p. And like, it just it seems kind of wasteful. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're buying this $300 thing to output it that can do so much more than 480p, and you're outputting it at 480p. I, I you know, would, I would maybe look into a retro tank 2x instead. Although, the thing is with that, you know, you you're going to get Bob D interlacing and you're going to not have 480p pass through um, unless you have the, the multi-format version, which I, I'm not even sure if he makes that anymore. I think it was a relatively limited run, but I'm not positive. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It just seems silly to have the retro tank output 480p, you know, that's just, that's just my opinion, but this is your opinion, man. Yeah, it's just like your opinion, man. How does this, how does this game look on on the on the stream? I think this is it's, uh, I think it's a great looking game. I'm just yeah, I mean, it is it is a good looking game. Um, but uh, but yeah, that would be uh, that'd be about what I have to say about that, I suppose. <laughs> Um, so hopefully activating 480p solves your problem you're seeing on the GameCube. And, and again, do motion adaptive deinterlacing. There's no reason not to. Um, there's a $2 from old Blade Blur, who we were talking about earlier. Uh, nothing bad, don't worry. Uh, saying, uh, <laughs> I hope you guys are having a, having a great night. Yeah, uh, Extremes was in the in the chat earlier. I don't know if he's still around, Blade Blur. I, I was telling him about the the 
sort of the jail bars or the banding that you were getting when booting games uh, through Swiss and using on the retro tank, and I, I I couldn't really figure it out. Um, I, mean, I, I assume I, your I assume your methodology for recording those clips, you know, Swiss versus not Swiss, was the same. Um, so I, you know, I, I again, I don't really know if that's something that uh, Mike needs to look to into or. Swiss team needs to look into or both need to look into. I, I really have no idea what, what caused that, but I, I haven't had a chance to to check that for myself. But to answer your question, we are having a pretty good one. I love this, the, the kind of twist of the time travel in this. I think I talked about that in that video I did a long time ago about it. Yeah. And this is the music that I use in the uh, downscaling video, where people were asking about, like, oh, what music do you use when you have to do like the montage? And it's like from this this, uh, this level. Mm. Which montage? Just like the you know when I couldn't show all the games that I wanted to do in the downscaling, so I just show a, a montage of a bunch of stuff at the end. I just use the music from from this level. Uh, there was two reals from uh, Retro Mushroom. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, saying try. I, I I don't I don't know if I, if this is a declarative statement or a question here, but I'll, I'll treat it as a question. Uh, saying uh, try and Corey, uh, Retro Tink 5X is better than OSSC. I mean it's it's pros and cons. I would say the I would say the RetroTink 5X is definitely the most useful as an all-arounder, for sure, because it treats 480i just as well as 240p. Uh, you know, it can output to a higher resolution and output 1440p. It can do motion adaptive deinterlacing. It can switch between resolutions seamlessly. Um, you know, even though it's like, you know, something that I, I, I regretted not putting in the episode, no one's asked about it, but I still feel like I should have done it, uh, is uh, Eternal Darkness and um, Rogue Leader. You know, they've got like weird <sighs> resolution interruptions that aren't like necessarily changing like a total resolution, but there's just some sort of line discrepancy when going into the menu in Eternal Darkness, for example. I kind of feel like I should have. Ah, oh, should have done that. Nah. Anyway, um, but I mean, you know, the OSSC still does an extremely uh, clean. It's uh, doing so good there. Analog to digital conversion of you know uh, of the signals that it accepts. Um, you know, on a technical level, it might be a cleaner conversion than oh, the recipe. But like, I feel like it's something that you almost certainly aren't like, can't tell in normal gameplay or even in a normal recording. Um, you know, uh, it, it's certainly any possible advantages. Of the OSSC is not, uh, 
not going to stop me from pretty much using the retro tank 5x as my main means of capture for the you know for the foreseeable future um but ossc has vga um uh, and you know, OSSC Pro is going to be very, very exciting too. Although I don't think it's natively going to have composite in S video. So I mean, you know, there's there's you know, there's advantages to all of these. And just like I said at the end of the RetroTink video, like I know a lot of people are all like, "Oh, what's going to be the best one?" You know, it's like I I don't think it's a competition. You know. Mm-hmm. Each one is going to suit different people's needs, and we don't know when the others are coming out. So, like, I would say, like, if you don't see like a major use case that um, that the Retro Tink 5X is not covering for you, I would say go ahead and get it because it's. I mean, I can't say for sure, but we we really suspect that it's going to be the cheapest. It's going to be the most affordable of, you know, the, the remaining two scalers that are, are yet to come. Um, you know, so I, I think it's going to be the most practical and most uh, useful for uh, general, uh, general use uh, for, for, for the average person, for sure. And, you know, even for people with a super high end, high-end needs i think it's uh you know definitely probably the best all-arounder unless you are super 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 into optimized super. sampling super into optimized sampling super into it. um i'm just thinking if there's anything that sticks out to me here that i just like have on the hard drive which is not very much Uh, outrun 2006 coast to coast. Oh, there's uh, there's two dollars from Tinder Brew again. Thank you. Oh, thank saying, you. uh, when's the next marathon video? Love mm. those. Some people don't love those. Uh, I was thinking about releasing it probably midweek. I have a oh, this I have a, I have a uh, Nintendo focused one. Okay, it's all all I need to do is make a thumbnail for it. Probably come out probably midweek or so, maybe Wednesday or so. Nice. What are some of the episodes in it? Uh, it's got like um, uh, uh, Operation C in there. Uh, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, come on. Whoops. I'm just trying to figure out why I couldn't. I need to hit that. That's why. Uh, I don't know. It, I feel like it has like 14 episodes in it. Um, but I, I, mean, I don't recall. Off the top of my head right now, what's there? I could, I could look, I guess. I suppose I could look. Um, no, let me be a surprise. Okay. Let it be a surprise. Yeah, I'd say the time's about right to release another one of those. Yeah. This strikes me more as your wind-down kind of game. Yeah, it's always fun. 
I, I need to play more of it. I've, I've only played a little bit. <sighs> yeah. I like this one. I like this game. There's, there's a, the Japanese version of this, I guess, is, like, much better. Uh, John was telling me about it. It's like, like, uh, SP, or Outrun 2 SP, I think it is. Oh, this is not what I wanted to do. I just wanted to do the... Game over. I didn't want to do... I just want to do, like, the basic race. I feel like this might be... Here we go. This is what I need. Sounds like the audio's skipping. Oh, it might be... You're running it off of your... Yeah, it's not your... off the disc, so it's... SD card or whatever. Yeah, it's the SSD. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't trust that kind of thing on PS2 right now. Like I'm, I, I, I really, I really hope that like when, uh, when Pixel FX is done with the PS2 digital mod, I really hope that like, like, just like X Station came out. Like I hope that there's an X Station 2 or or similar ODE available for PS2 around the same time cuz uh I would uh I would love that. I mean it, it works pretty well with with most games and sometimes you have to like switch these different modes and if you're connected to the internet you can just like hit yeah, it's, see, it's it's those exceptions that just make me like not even want to bother with it. Honestly. Yeah, but I but to be fair, like ODEs have the same incompatibilities with stuff. I mean, I I feel like oh, I mean they have some, but like I mean, are, are there any? I mean, I'm not aware. I mean, I've followed. You've probably followed it a lot closer than I have. But like, I'm not aware of any. Uh, incompatibilities on X Station, and I'm I'm actually in the middle of, like, like the the first full game that I'm going to play through my X Station right now. I, I played Spyro 2, but I I started on the X Station, but I finished it on the disc, on a different system. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm I'm playing Parasite Eve for the the M League Game Club on on Discord this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started a few days ago and, you know, I'm going to play the whole thing on the X station. I mean, it's been, been working great. Like I'm not, uh, are there any known incompatibilities with the X station? Like I've not heard of any. Uh, I mean, there were, it was at first. I mean, look at something like the, I mean, like the stuff has gotten, has gotten fixed. I mean, just like it does with OPL and like, I mean, I think that they are, both options are very, very good. And I, w- I would prefer a ODE uh, than using OPL. But I, I feel OPL is, you know, it's, I don't, I don't see any reason, like, not, not to trust it. I mean, it's been around for a long time and it's been, uh, I just, I have a hard time with it for some reason. I mean, you know, I mean not, not but, as wide at the developers or anything. I just, I just, I, I, for some reason, like, I just have a hard time trusting it over, you know, a full optical drive replacement. 
Oh. I mean, I... And I, I feel like maybe that's not a priority for developers since there are options like this, but I just... I, I, I have a very hard time seeing myself feeling comfortable, like, wanting to play a game through this method for pleasure and, like feeling confident that it's going to work as it should. Like, I just, it, it would be a hurdle for me. I'm not saying it couldn't. Well, on the other hand, time. on the other hand, I mean, you can, it's, it's for like playing games that you don't own the disc of if you, if you need to. And, sure. and, and you don't have to remove your disc drive. Sure. But like, you know, my, my uh, launch, or not launch, but my original, my uh, teenage years PlayStation 2, you know, it doesn't read discs anymore. Now, I could probably get a, a, a laser replacement for it, but, you know, it, you know, I, I have a bunch of PS2s, and I could definitely spare one to get a actual ODE put into. Right. I mean, when if, if one is created, I will definitely do that as well but i think that this is good enough for like the instances that i would choose to use it now and people here are saying opl is really close to perfect now also keep in mind i i i'm actually not too terribly familiar with it the the thing that i've got on my you know my homebrew memory card is um what do you call it? HD loader or whatever? Like, is it is it oh, different? Yeah, it doesn't look the same. Oh yeah, they're very different. Well, I don't know anything about this, honestly. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll show you. I mean, is it is 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 the thing that I have just like not good, very good? Well, OPL are you're so you're using the uh, the HD loader, which is just like its basic. Like a base. It's on my free McBoot memory card. I mean, it's, it's, it's this you, is something you, I don't follow a whole lot. You probably have OPL on there. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, it'd be surprising if you didn't have OPL on there. So you have, you just have the, uh, like the uh, HD loader. And OPL is more of a fully. Yeah, I mean, this looks like a much more robust interface, certainly. Yeah, I mean. I, don't, I, I mean, I, I just, I don't know enough about it. I, I would need to know, I would need to know more to trust it. Well, if you, so if you go enough. into like a game menu and you can, uh, like this has like the GSM and everything on it, like where you can force like 480p. Oh stuff. yeah, but that, that never works right. Um, so there's like different modes, you know, like if a disc like uses a certain mode that like prevents like a glitch. You know, you have to switch these off. And sometimes you can, you have to like look them up, but it has this download defaults where it'll just like, if you're connected to the internet, it'll just download the correct settings for it to make it load, load correctly. I mean, as far as I know, uh, like Voltar even is like worked on this. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, the version that I had originally on here, like, because he was, like, very heavily involved in the PS2, like, modding scene early on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the version that I... First version of OPL that I had, like, was, like, modified by him. Blade Blur is saying Klonoa 2 doesn't like OPL much, at least not OPL version 1.0. Uh, 
Why don't you try Klonoa too? What are you? What version are you on here? I'm on 0.9. I didn't know if OPL 1.0 is even. I didn't realize that, that it was even out. So is it rel- Is this relatively new? OPL? No, OPL's yeah. been around for a long time. As far as it's been, it's been around at least for five years. Okay. Yeah, I, I probably just, longer than that. It's something that I'm just not terribly aware of. I mean, I just, I, 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 I gotta be honest. I don't like anything you can do with free McBoot. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like the GSM thing. I don't, I don't like the HD loader. I've had bad experiences using both. And I, I just, I just don't really do anything with it anymore. And I just haven't followed what, uh, you know, I just haven't followed this, I guess. So, I mean, I, I, I just have not really been, I mean, you know how I am. I, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't get excited about ways to launch games <laughs> outside right. well, of, I mean, I don't think about thing. it that much. Either. I, I mean, obviously I recognize it as a, as a need for the future, but like, I, you know me, I'm just all stubborn. I'm like, I want to use my discs. Um, uh, so I, I have not followed this closely. So I mean, this is what this interface you're going through here is new to me. Um, it, you know, so I, I don't, I, I know nothing about how, how could I get this on my PS2? I don't know anything about it. How could I do it? How I mean, I, I, do I it? feel like it's, how did you do it? I mean, it's just on my, on my SSD. You can, I mean, it's, you can put it on, uh, a free McBoot. The card. I don't know how to do. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how if to do it. If you have anything. like the, uh, um, what is it? You launch Elf. You can copy them from like you could copy it from a uh, a flash drive to your um, to your memory card. Like using, I mean, you definitely like if you have a free McBoot card, you have the You Launch Elf, which is just kind of like a. It's almost like an FP, FTP looking interface, and you can could just like copy it onto your memory card i mean i just don't have that ps2 that you know i have the yeah like what blade blur says I, you know. my adapter in. I it's just it's, i don't have it set up in a very convenient way to like really add anything to it right now so i mean i would have to get you know it's and right now i've just got like you know a weird like sd to id adapter in it well i got and so and it's a card that doesn't hold very many games and it's always been such a pain in the butt to like add things to it. And I'm just like, it doesn't always work. There's all these incompatibility quirks. And I, you know, I just, I, I've, I've hardly done anything with it over the years. So, you know, this is news to me. I mean, I, I would be interested if this truly does work well, I, I I'm interested in playing some games on it. Yeah. I mean, I think that it, but I, I would, Joshua Helmicky is saying, uh, saying, uh, 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 PS2 can't really handle SSD. Wait, so saying a two terabyte hard disk drive is better than SSD for OPL, which would make sense. I mean, you could put a lot more games on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought that it doesn't take advantage of it because it, uh, um, it just can't take advantage of the speed, but does it actually make it? Yeah, like I understand. There's like there's no 
performance advantage in having an SSD. It's just because I had an SSD. It's it's like it's like a two hundred fifty six gigabyte SSD. I guess you would have to you would have to get a SATA to IDE adapter. And I, though, I mean, I just rather use I I only put the SSD in it in there because I just felt like not having uh, the like any moving parts, you know, just generates less heat. Of course, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the, the whole I mean, trend. I can find the modes for it. Of SSDs is something I don't understand a whole lot. Like, you know, are you? I mean, if you're not really like adding, deleting, adding, deleting stuff, if you're just like adding it all on and just leaving it there, does does not having trim capability even matter? You know. Uh, kind of was one, two, and six. Hang on. Uh, you can also install games like to this, like over your network. But so, you, so do you have do you have your your PS2 actually hardwired? No, I I put a um like a Ethernet port on my wall that's connected to like a switch where I can just plug things in if I need to. Just like temporarily. Yeah. Oh, did I, I, I think I missed uh yeah, there was just a $5 with no comment from container seven. Let's see if this but works. thank you. Thank you. And, uh, and also a $1 from, uh, Samim Sasdari. With also with no comment, but thank you, thank you as well. Uh, I I saw someone There's said no, uh, try no, try, try it sounding like such a boomer, which you know, <laughs> I I can't deny. I just you know, I, I like using my things the way they're meant to be used. The way they were designed to be. And I realized we won't be able to do it forever. Because like I say, my original PS2 does not read discs anymore. Period. And that's the one that I have that SD uh, launcher in the back of. But it's just, it's not, it's not very good. Uh, so I didn't have any title screen music, but I do have music here. Maybe it's just the title screen that didn't have music. I mean, it's nice that you don't have to remove the disk drive or anything for this. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's easy to put it... Like, do you put it on the hard drive? Or do, do you have to launch your system with the free McBoot first? Yeah. And then, you, and then uh, OPL is just an option in your... Uh, menu you know how with the free mcboot you just i guess I, I just don't quite understand how you update your free mcboot card you copy uh you can access the contents of the card like the files by using the the ulaunch elf uh program that is on your that is on the card oh i guess okay. and then like how do you physically get the new content there over the Ethernet, or you can copy it to to a flash drive and copy it from the USB port to the card. Well, 
Oh, you can read. It can read data from the flash drive when you're using. Uh, yeah, yeah. From that's how you. That's how you update, like OPL, and you can add it. You can just. Uh, Wow, I had no idea you could you could read data, copy data, with the USB on it. Oh yeah. So it looks like the uh, way that I have this mode is like there's no uh, there's no sound effects, so no wahoos that we're hearing. Oh man, what's the point of playing Clano if you can't get some wahoos? Well, I'm sure one of the other modes. Well, there's there is a voice, but now my job. Ah, uh, there was uh, two dollars from Blade Blur with a comment saying no <laughs> comment, and then there was also five dollars again from Mega X Six with no comment. People are on a big no comment kick for some reason right <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I, you're if, if I, some sort of. You, you were just. You were just getting some sort of uh, sync interruption when you went inside there. Uh, probably because I'm not playing. Maybe. Are I'm you not. on? Are you on frame lock mode? Uh, I have no idea. Or I wonder if it's something to do with those the modes that you selected in OPL. Uh, no, this game definitely drops sync, sync like in between every single. Oh yeah. Okay, so that's a known thing. I I forgot oh, about. Oh yes. I mean, this is this is a very very. Uh, looks like I'm in, I'm in. I think I'm in triple buffer mode. This this yeah. might be a. Uh, you are. Yeah. Well, it sounds like this. You you should you should tell Mike. This might be a game he needs to well, study. Well, I mean, it's just like going. It's just like it's not even dropping sync. It's just like giving you a little glitch. Yeah, you're right. It's you're not you're not. I mean, if I switch, losing. if I switch to, um, if I switch to, uh, the frame lock, but I, watch, it'll probably drop like every time I go out. Yeah. Yeah, but so you're getting some really ugly frames, but you're not losing any time. Right. Right. And you know it's entirely possible that the that that ugly frames that are happening when you're going through the transition may only be just that's how your capture card is doing. Like on someone's no, on your TV, it's possible your TV could look totally different. No, what it's showing is it's showing like the blue screen that the retro tank shows like all the time. Like if you're not running anything, it's just like a blue. It's a blue. Like. It doesn't look like a full blue screen. Well, it's only showing it for like a couple of frames, so it's not even showing the full full screen. It's just like a constant signal that's being sent, and uh, you know, it's I get the same kind of situation with like VHS tapes, like using my uh, HDMI upscaler uh, VCR. It's just like a it's like a constant signal that is just go like is just constantly pumping out of it and hmm. uh you know it you get like the garbled stuff every once in a while like if it's doesn't quite know like how to read it i guess oh well, this is another game that we should remember to test in the future yeah i mean this is i just didn't even think of it but yeah it just 
Because you know, I I played this game last year, but it was on uh, it was on PVM. Yeah. I didn't capture. No, I like. I thought you knew that this was kind of a problematic one. Like I this, think this... I did, but I forgot. I forgot. I mean, it's like it is it is behaving exactly the way that I would expect it to behave. Uh, well, at least you're, you you're not losing any frames. No, no, like, no, no. You're you're not losing time. Right. It looks ugly, but you're not. You know, gameplay wise, you're unaffected. Right. Which is, I mean, more than I can say about like anything else. Because yeah. even if you're playing on uh, frame lock mode, you're gonna you're gonna drop. So I mean, it's it's it is be, like I said, it's behaving exactly the way that I would expect it to behave, with you know that. Considering this particular what this particular game does. Yeah, I mean it's just it's one of those games that's very similar to, uh, like Die Hard Arcade, where it just you get a flash every time it switches screens. Yeah, but Die Hard Arcade looked fine, didn't it? Uh, no, Die Hard Arcade does something very similar. Really? Because the clip that I used in the video looked fine. But, I mean, it doesn't always happen. Like, it doesn't always mm. give you that same, like... Sometimes it might be... Like, this is, this is showing, like, a weird... Glitch. I guess it's a little bit more severe than you would see in Die Hard Arcade. But I, I've seen Die Hard Arcade uh, react like that. Yeah, I mean, th this is happening pretty consistently with every transition. Die Hard Arcade certainly didn't seem to. This, this game is so crisp looking. You know, I, I, I tend to not... Uh, I tend to not really record from it very much, though, because... Like, I'll, you know, first of all, I haven't had a save in it until relatively recently. Mm -hmm. And I, I always forget what memory card the save is on. So I don't record from it very much. And the first level just does not, is not a good level to show for like any video examples because of the rain. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I never, I, I very rarely actually record stuff from this game, even though it is a good-looking game, but it's just that the first level is not not a good level for I'm, video. I just love this music here. It just doesn't, doesn't have a good look for video. So that's I, why I, I hope that there's a Memcard Pro for PS2 eventually, because... Uh, there was there was a dollar ninety nine from uh, Eric Schusler saying to let try no dollar ninety nine to let try know he missed two two donations way back. Um, just kind of scrolling What's through. Can you, can you uh, yeah, I'm looking right now. Um, there's one is like uh from Master Safer, excuse me, Master Safer saying uh. Thoughts on the RetroTink 5X's deinterlacing versus the VP50? Does that sound familiar? I I, th I think he's referring to a DVDO device, right. uh, which uh, I 
think that might be the one that I borrowed from Bob for the um, when I worked on that Frame Meister Alternatives episode a long time ago. Is that, are um, you sure it's not the one that we have in the uh, that you were you're using for like a little bit? Or that's the iScan Pro. No, right. no, no. Yeah, that's that's just a deinterlacer, which is a very good deinterlacer. I mean, that's what I was actually starting to use for PS2. Um, was uh, I, I had this thing that was just a deinterlacer. It just took 480i in and spat 480p out, and I was feeding that to the OSSC um, to uh, just feed it deinterlaced video. <laughs> I started doing that at some point. I guess it was last year. Um, I, turned out to not be all that necessary, I guess. But, um, uh, I mean, that's a good deinterlacer. I mean, DVDO products have good deinterlacing. Um, I mean, the RetroTink seems to do a very fast motion adaptive deinterlace. I don't know if it's necessarily like the highest quality one that has ever been done, but it is, it is fast. Uh, and I, I believe it like takes information from some of the other deinterlacing modes to create its motion adaptive approach. Um, I mean, you know, there are definitely times where you can see sort of a a jitter because if I showed in the video, like using the, the menu from, um, uh, 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 from dark Alliance Two, Baldur's gate, dark Alliance Two, where you, you just like, if there's a very sudden change in image content, it can take like, I don't know, two or three fields maybe to like fully acclimate to it. You know what I mean? you sort of see like a jump in like a, isolated portion of the screen where the information changes. Um, but I mean, I, I could not directly compare it to the VP 50 cause I, I don't own one. I borrowed one. I, I'm pretty sure it was a VP 50. Um, but you know what? I, I actually recall liking the, uh, picture quality from the V, uh, from the edge more than the VP 50, which I think was the, actually the, lower cost device if i recall uh the vp50 sort of had more edge ringing if i recall um yeah i mean i really couldn't tell you if it's better deinterlacing or not i, I suspect it's faster i think the dvdo is very very fast but i suspect the retro tank is faster um you know, it's it's certainly not a perfect deinterlacing process, uh, but it's 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 as good as uh, you know I I, I I think it needs to be. Uh, what was, was the other one that we missed? The other one I I think it was from Eric uh, Eric Schusler saying I uh, try. I wanted you to, to say this for a while. Your ability to see the good and even the most flawed of games has changed my outlook on many games uh, dramatically. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I always try to approach a game thinking like, you know, the, the, the people who made this game like thought they were making good decisions with 
making the game, you know? Yeah. At least as good as they could perhaps within budget or resource constraints, you know? You know, maybe they were disappointed with certain things they had to do, but they thought that they'd made the best decision they could, all things considered. And, you know, it's so always try to look at like, well, you know, there's a reason it's designed this way. Like, you know, wh why is that? You know, I, I, I always try to think about from uh, the, the perspective of, you know, who is this made for? Who made it? Why did they make it this way? And, you know, sometimes it's just not for me, but I can I can see what they were going for. Yeah. You know, uh, and sometimes I'll say, you know, certain things I, I, you know, I just didn't think it was very successful. Like, you know, we were talking about Resident Evil 8 earlier. Like, you know, I certainly don't think it's a bad game, but I, I there were just certain aspects that didn't didn't jive with what I. Most aspects. <laughs> didn't jive with what I was looking for, I guess. I wouldn't I don't know about most aspects necessarily, but like just the core game design and level design I thought was not that great but I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't call it bad it takes a lot a lot for me to actually say that a game is bad yeah like, I, and I'm the same way too like I like, and I also do the same thing with movies right and very rarely feel like it takes a lot for like me to something. say it's bad I, I, I might not like it Maybe I don't like it, but I like I have to acknowledge that there are people who would like it. And unless like <laughs> unless I just cannot see how anyone could like something like it, you know, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That's bad. It's pretty bad, you know? Yeah, but I read something recently about how, from like somebody who liked it, and about how basically it gives, it's it's it's, it's a movie approximate, approximation of what Mortal Kombat 3 was at the time. Mm. Which is just like, you know, not great. I guess. <laughs> but, you know, it, it it takes a lot for me to say something is, is bad or badly designed. You know, I mean, it's like, who am I, who am I to say that? You know, I, 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 I'll say something's not for me, but I, I will rarely say something is bad. Um... There was also, after Eric Schusler let me know, I somehow missed some donations. I, I didn't think I was in that much of a blackout from some sort of rant I was going on, but maybe I was. Um, the For the love of the game, had $2 saying, uh, Racing Lagoon for PS1 is getting a translation. I, I, am, I am not familiar with Racing Lagoon. It's, it makes me think of a... Uh, uh, a, uh, it, it's, it's, it's like Bahamut Lagoon cart. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? No, I say, I don't know what it is. I do not know what it is. Is, is, is. That's not their, 
Now Square's like first PS2 game was it? No, it's PS1 game, right? I mean, I, I don't. It may not. I don't know if it's a Square game. I'm, I'm guessing it's not. I'm just. Oh, it is a Square game. Is it on the PS1? It is on the PS1. Okay, so maybe it's just the. Because they, well, it was they really had the, the driving game on the PS2. So I wonder it was if really this is like the. It was so it's. But there's that there's that driving game on the PS2, uh, that Square driving game. So I wonder if this was like a the first game in that series or something like that. Well, it says it takes place in Yokohama, Japan. So it is clearly not part of Bahamut Lagoon. Yeah, driving emotion type S is what I'm thinking. Hmm. Which I can barely remember anything about it. So that was Square as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's funny. Like it's their first PS2 game, I think. You know, uh, these days sometimes it, it feels weird, like seeing like oh Square Enix logo popping up in front of like Tomb Raider or Square Enix popping up in front of any given you know not RPG. But it's easy to forget, like, PS1, PS2, they really were branching out even back then. You know? Yeah. I mean, they, they made their name on RPGs, but there's there's a lot of other stuff that they've done. <laughs> I see Joshua Helmicky. Are you talking about Klonoa? Saying, like, I don't know if I get, never gave this, gave this game enough credit. Maybe you're thinking it looks cooler than you thought it was. I thought it'd be. Uh, gosh, it's almost midnight. Yeah, I just finished level <laughs> two, so it's pretty... I think that's a good stopping point. Anyways. There's a Cerberus. That's one I, that I need to uh, I need to play. You know, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it looks it... pretty cool in the in the video i've seen of it yeah like it's uh i i it was not that well received back in the day but i i i remembered enjoying it for the most part and uh when i revisited it to record footage for john uh when he did his ff7 video like like i i i played quite a bit of it that night and i was just like man i'm i'm just having like, just, I think it plays surprisingly well. <laughs> I mean, it was a very late, um, a very late, uh, um, PS2 game. I mean, it was, it, it came out like right before the PS3 launched. So, you know, it's, it's relatively modern in some respects, but it also, uh, you know, does them things in a way that's all its own, but I think it, I think it holds up. I think it's a lot of fun. It, it, like in some ways it seems complicated, but, uh, like when you do the tutorial, but then like, it's, it's really not that complicated to play. Like it's, it's, I think it's a good game. <laughs> uh, John Linneman, the, the DF, 
Uh, I don't know if it was the DF Retro officially or not, but it was, you know, a, a full-on Final Fantasy VII series yeah, retro. Yeah, that was, that was a retro, I think. Well, I think that's going to do it. Hey, how did my audio sound tonight? I noticed that I, my audio was a bit too loud, so I've been bringing it down, trying to just find it, the, like, the right place for it. And I think that... I mean, I thought your audio sounded good on when I looked at the archive for my stream last week, but I guess it might sound different on your stream. Yeah, I just felt like my voice was still, like, a little bit too loud. So I brought it down a little, a little bit, and I'll just... Uh, I'll get it. I'll get it eventually perfect, but I'll I'll check it after the stream or tomorrow morning. Oh, it sounds like you're getting high praise for your audio. Excellent. On uh, a, a last minute, uh, three dollars from Vanessaria without uh, no co with no comment. But thank you thank as you. always. Thank you. Well, as always, uh, thanks everybody who uh, who don donated and who donated and hung out tonight. Uh, it's funny because our streams, like, you know, we move it an hour earlier and I, we still go to midnight. <laughs> like, but then we just, like, oh, made the right? like, like, now they're, 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 like, basically as long as backloggery streams now. Yeah. So. Remember when we first started, we were like, you know, they're just going to be two hours. And yeah. now they're, now they're, like, normally uh, four hours. Yeah. Well, we should try to make it more like three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it depends on we the game. We try. We try. Yeah. Anyways, I hope everybody has a wonderful week. And uh, my, this is my kid's last week of school. They're, they're done on Wednesday is their last day of school. It feels like they just went back. Yeah. But, but look, at that low, look at that low polygon mountain behind you. Yeah. I'm looking at the water. <laughs> So, someone in the Discord posted a, a tweet from a Twitter account called Low Poly Animals. Uh, yeah, I saw that. That's kind yeah, of I clicked on it. There was, there's some fun stuff on it. I, I always think of the dog from Lightning Returns. You know what I'm yeah, talking yes, about? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't, I'm sure that account has surely tweeted that one. It's pretty good. <laughs> Wasn't there like a dog in... Was it? Was it in... Metal Gear Solid 4, where it's just like a still image of a dog, or it's like a photograph no, of a dog, or is that Revengeance? Isn't that, uh, isn't that uh, Ace Combat 7? Oh, is it? It might be. It yeah. might be. I think it's Ace Combat 7. <laughs> it looks like a stock photo of like this golden retriever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I need to play that game. <laughs> yeah, I... That's, I forgot that I got you a copy of that. Um, Sane Rub saying that's going to get me a play Lightning Returns. I love Lightning Returns. Corey does not really like it. I, I, I The gameplay is for a very specific type of person, and that specific type of person is me, apparently. I loved everything about the gameplay in that game. <laughs> I had so much fun with it. Story I don't care hill of beans about, but the game was so fun to play. <laughs> uh, anyways... We will uh we'll see everybody next week. Good night. Good night.